Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Now you're listening to Wrestling News That Matters from people you want to hear it from. Deep from within the confines of the internet. Covering WWE like no one else and covering TNA because no one else will. You are listening to the best in the world, Ring Rust Radio! Goddamn wrestling radio show on Spreaker on the internet in the whole goddamn universe, folks. I'm your host, the most Donald Wood. Looking fine and feeling fine, oh baby. Ooh, Mikey, Ari, Brandon, Calvin, you here with me today? No. Yeah? Did, did you like the shaking in the beginning? I actually Didn't grabbed like my. I like. Actually, I actually grabbed my throat it. and I fuck. I, I, I just like jerked it. You know what I mean? You jerked, <laughs> jerked my throat. Just to make that noise. I like to give the fans a little inside baseball about how things work. And what I'm doing is that, well, you know what I mean? Just like that. I've seen that twice in person. It was disgusting. <laughs> yeah. I seen him do it, like, but quietly. And we're back. Mm. At the hotel room. At the hotel that's, room. That's right. That's when you were even fatter than you are now. Oh, well, now, That is more jiggle. Yeah, That's I'm fucking, I'm, I'm stacked. Yo, Mike, come fight me. I guarantee you, you'd be shocked at how hard I'd hit you. Okay. Uh, my friend and guy, yeah, there's yeah. a lot more pent of aggression now over the past few years in the world. Oh, I hate you like a motherfucker. <laughs> we were in New Orleans. Um, but, go ahead, Brandon Gavin's schedule. Donnie, tonight we review Raw and SmackDown. We have Dirt Sheet Busters. That's a segment where Mike Chiari brings us all the lies and rumors going around pro wrestling and tells you why you shouldn't believe them. 
We have Wednesday Wrestling Minutes. That's where we talk NXT, AEW. We have a guest I'm assuming this week. We have a guest, hopefully. A special guest? Hopefully. A special guest. Probably hopefully. won't even that's show how you book, That's how you book something and hype it up. Yeah. We have well, a guest, hopefully. Hopefully. We have Stone Cold. Probably not, though. <laughs> uh, I'm assuming we're going to talk <laughs> Every week we tease a interview we don't have. Probably not, though. <laughs> just play old interviews. Yeah. So uh, Austin Aries, and we're like, we just disclaimer, you know, kind of an asshole. But here we were friendly to him. In Alberto Del Rio. Yeah, there's a bunch. Just don't play those. Uh, I'm assuming this is a lie that we have a Ring Rest Retro? Uh, no, we have retros. I have I have not played, played St. Valentine's Day Massacre nor uh, Sharknado yet. What? Are you serious? Yeah, we haven't had haven't to play them yet. Saint Valentine's Day we Massacre. haven't had to play them yet. We've had full shows. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I can't. I'm not. Until next year is Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. Listen, I, we already like, 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 like big shows. AEW yeah, we did for Paul Paul. We were trying to capitalize on Paul Paul. Well, I, I might have played it. For, I haven't to, seen to Paul fair, Paul in months. Now. I don't think you have anything left to play. To be fair, I might have played it already, but it's still. Nor do you need to play it retro because tonight is a season twenty-eight. WWE Fantasy Draft. And that happens a lot. If we have a draft and then I say we're doing that, then I don't have to do that anymore. You know what I mean? Can somebody take me down? Please. I'll take, I'll take it down. Yeah. Down the funky town? <laughs> yeah, man. We have fan emails and so much more. Okay. BJ? Mike, thank you. You're the other guy. I'm sorry? <laughs> I said, Mike, you're the other guy. <laughs> Damn, that sucks. <laughs> uh, do you like the show? No. Why? No. I hate it. Uh, if you don't, which is the likely answer, do not go to iTunes. If you do, for some reason, go to iTunes and give us five stars. Thank you. I think we're uh, better than Joe Rogan. <laughs> I agree with that. We don't tell you to not go get your vaccine and shit. <laughs> I didn't get mine yet, but really just because I haven't been able to get an appointment yet. A car that works that gets you there? No, no, I got cars that work. I got That's two cars that work now, dude. I got two vans. It's, like, very easy to get an appointment, at least in New York State. I mean, I yeah, think it's easy yeah. here, too. In the I got my first shot. You got your first shot? Oh. That's great, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm that. Next week, I got my second one. Then I can go to Philly and fuck up Downey. You won't. Nah, 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 I'm not going there. I would never go there again. Uh, find us on Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Googs us on Google Play. Get us anywhere you get your podcasts. Interact with us on Twitter, at Ringers Radio. Find us on Instagram at the very much updated, at Ringers Studios. And if you want to email us and be part of the show, send us to ringrustradio at yahoo.com. You made me, it, all this shit talk and made me look it up the other day. And the last thing we posted, I think it was from like February 2020. And it was me as Tommy Dreamer saying, with a shirt on that says, Mike's, Mike sucks eggs. So at least Are you we. Are that it's been more than a year? It's probably been more than a year, yeah. Are you for real? I don't know. I don't, I don't update you. Why don't you take it over? I don't. I hate social I don't media. I fucking know how to do any of that shit. I hate social media. What dude. do you think I am, the guy that Chelsea Green didn't give credit for? You think I just know how to steal photos and <laughs> for real? <laughs> that, <laughs> dude, I'm not getting into. You know how heated I got about this already. <laughs> There's so many ethical Wait, issues. Just Chelsea Green posted a picture that someone sent her, and then dude's like, "Hey, why didn't you fucking uh, give me credit?" Like, it'd be a DM, and then she's like, I blocked them, right? And then she deleted it and then blocked them. And then that dude posted the DMs online, and everybody's like, yo, I'm glad Chelsea Green got fired from WWE. Dude, the picture was he stole 
copyrighted photographs, put them in a thing, I made a collage, turned it pink and put the words over top of it. It was, he's like, someone stole my art. You, I made that in sixth grade. You're not an artist. You suck, dude. And, but be that beyond the point, you should have given credit for sure. But uh, people are assholes. I hate social media. I'm not doing it. I'm sorry. I'm not doing it. So all that to say that she should have given credit. She, well, I, I think that there's, I, I think that she should have given credit. Thing, I think DG. the DM guy was wrong by just posting the DMs. Like you're a fucking coward for doing that shit. I fucking I mean, hate what this world has become. We're all fucking pussies. Every fucking buddy's a pussy. Stop. She, she pulled a Donald Wood. She ew, ew. She, she, I, I just block everybody now. You disagree with something I did? You're blocked. Yep. For real. <laughs> social media should be. A, but here's, a, no, I'm not doing this, guy. Social media is the devil. I'm sorry. Honestly, the devil's cooler than social media, too, by the way. Can we stop saying that? Social media is worse. Okay. Go to ProWrestlingTees.com. Are you smoking? Uh, <laughs> spark up. I'm pissed, dude. I gotta chill out. Preaching and yelling at you, then buy t-shirts of this show at ProWrestlingTees.com. For real. There may be ten new ones since last week. There's none. Mike, I tell you every time there's a new one. Shut up. No, you don't. I'm not privy to this process at all. What is, what is happening? I was drinking a Capri Sun. I'm sorry. Why did it sound you like that? Still drink Capri Sun. <laughs> yeah, well, I got two little kids, dude. They're they're, they're delicious. Uh, Don't yeah, sleep on Capri like Suns. You, you get like two sips out of that. I know, but I, and I just cracked I cracked dude. the beer for the work of man, and by beer I mean a uh, raspberry lime yeah. seltzer water. Yo, you got Dunkaroos? Actually, I swear to God, I was at Seven Eleven, and they have fucking Dunkaroos. Yeah, what? they're bad. Mm-hmm. Swear to God, got them last night. Got two. Okay, pa- I got um, four packs. One for each member of the family. I gave them to the kids this morning. Guess what? Fucking losing a friend they are because neither was impressed. What? Yeah. So just take them for yourself. Fucking delicious. Oh, we That's did. That's what you were w- going to do anyway. Wifey and I were like, scoop. <laughs> Great. That's like a commercial waiting to happen. Go ahead. Are we transitioning to WWE section? Uh, let's chance? do it. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. 
Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. It's true that some things change as we get older, but if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Why, seriously though, SmackDown, as we said, very good. Uh, we, I, I, there are, again, SmackDown has not been perfect. There, I don't feel like this is their, their best episodes. I feel like they're still really good. Uh, on the other hand, I feel like Raw is physically draining me to where I don't want to watch wrestling as much because of it. And I, I genuinely mean that. I, again, I'm not watching uh, live anymore, so, so I don't have to deal with the three-hour experience where I'm stuck in one place for three hours. I'm, I'm catching it the next day. It's about two hours, a little less than two hours. Um, but even that, it just it's it, it doesn't feel like it flows well. It feels like everything's mixed up. Everything's being repeated week after week. And when things do change, it's not a, a, a natural storyline progression. It's abrupt. And you're like, why is this happening? So, like, I don't know what... And, and that's not to say it's all bad. Alistair Black, awesome. So, you know, that's cool stuff. But it's... You know when, uh, you, know when you, like, go to the bakery and you get just, like, the best rolls ever for your sandwich? Oh, my God, yes. Fresh baked... Absolutely. I felt like mm-hmm. I consumed a shit sandwich on the greatest roll of all time because I watched The Miz WWE 24, which was excellent. Then I watched Raw, and then I watched Miz and Mrs. The bread was incredible, but the contents inside I, nearly killed me. I think your fucking analogy is one of the worst I've ever heard in my life, and I feel like you should be ashamed for even Easy saying doesn't. dumb shit. Uh, before we get yeah, into I the utter, utter, I love bread too, Who but I, I mean, I, you know, hey BJ, I know you love bread. I see your midsection. Um, Thanks, buddy. Let's fucking talk about patreoncom slash ringrust radio. Are, are we on Skype? I can't see you guys. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I was told you could see you. Oh, yeah, uh, but I will say this to you. Patreon.com slash ringrust. That is how you get involved with the show. First and foremost, the going long brown box raffle. Bow, 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 with the in the box. Who the fuck knows? I don't. I sure don't. When does this end? Uh, That's why I said it. BG. I got one, don't two, know. three, four, five, six, six weeks left. Five weeks. You, so you somehow managed to overshoot <laughs> WrestleMania by like a half a year. Honestly, because no, <laughs> I want these stupid. boxes to be worth the time and the money. The people who get them, dude. Very stupid. Okay. Uh, so pick pick number. Let's go with number nine. I pick. Yeah. 
Number nine. John Cena Christmas ornament. And not the one PJ oh, sent whoa. me. It's an actual really good oh, one, okay. too. It's the same kind. Same kind. Oh, I'm, glad glad you I'm glad you said the word, too. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 it's actually good. Not like the, not like the trash he sent along. Like that no, filth I hung on tree. I didn't send you a John Cena one. Oh, well, I just must. I have John Cena ones. Somebody sent a, a bunch of Christmas ornaments one year of WWE people. Um, did you ever see the Goldberg yeah, I did that, I don't Christmas think it was... ornament where it looks like he's a naked Santa? No. No? But I love that. I really honestly would I hang, need to get it. I want that, Here, whole, I want that home <laughs> Goldberg on my tree. Um, no, I have a I have a bunch of... Uh, it looks like he's nude, but with oh, Santa's sack. It really does. Laughing out his <laughs> why don't Why haven't I received the uh, images I'm of sending- this? Hold on. I'm confused on why I don't see packages here. Uh, there it is. I heard the beep. Um, so, yeah. So, what's in the box? A Vader micro brawler. Now a John Cena Christmas ornament. Brother love pin. Holy shit. He just looks like he's, like, dipping in my sack, dude. That's a great ornament. Oh, my God. I have to find that for next year. Please look up the Goldberg. It's just It just looks like he's sitting on a chair with a Santa hat on. And it looks like he's naked except for boots, and the sack is hiding his sack. There's also a Hollywood Hogan and a Kevin Nash, but they're not nude, so. No, oh I'm, my looking, God, I'm looking at $30 right here. on eBay. Mike's like, $30 their best offer. Get it right have now. $50. Was it, it was two ninety nine at Kmart back in the day. Imagine getting this. <laughs> real. Like, I'm leaving this in the packages. I know one day I'm going to get $30 on Yo, the eBay. It really is. It really is in the package. Uh, so Roman Reigns comic book, uh, the Mass of the, the Mike the Universe, pack. Nigel McGuinness poster, Undertaker action doll, old school rock action doll. Nitro Cologne, oh my god, I should get that. You could smell it. really it. was two ninety nine, dollars Donnie. I know, I could see that in the picture. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not a stupid fucking asshole. Uh, what else is going on? You hate dad right here? It's gone. Uh, ad-free episodes, guys. Uh, Patreon.com slash ringersway is a great way to get rid of all the ads. Cutting room floor, what are we talking about this week? Oh, yeah, Mike, uh, make excuses for why I lost. I didn't make any excuses. Here's what happened. We faced each other in fantasy basketball playoffs. I fucked you up 8-1. to one. You're on your couch at home, and I'm still in the playoffs. That's what yeah, happened. I'll be honest with you. Technically, I never left my couch at home. <laughs> spoiling. <laughs> but for the record... Uh, I, I needed uh, everybody to know since only one person listens to the cutting room <laughs> Go to floor. Go to cutting room floor and listen to all my excuses of why I lost. Do you want to be the second person to listen? Yeah. Listen. <laughs> Match, we, the three of us were there. None of us listened. We didn't listen. Match commentary <laughs> retro. Now's a great time. You're about to hear shit I did weeks ago. But we got plenty of openings coming up after this draft. So if you want to get in, you want to get your shit in, you want to make us watch an old match, commentate over, you want to make us watch an old pay-per-view, a movie featuring a wrestler, now is the time. Also, same thing goes with attention horrors. If you're into that, we just had George Cruz paid for attention horrors. He's doing Nostradamus. He's doing Nostradamus, which will be really fun. So I think, what, what, huh? What are we doing? Uh, We're doing an an attention horrors about Nostradamus. Oh, that's not scary. It, It doesn't have to be scary. Magic's not scary. Unless you're a fucking pussy. Uh, guys, Facebook, how's the unofficial official Facebook page going, BJ? Uh, that was really funny. Uh, it's going great. <laughs> I buy it. Fucking believable. Uh, listen, There's guys. There's a lot more discussion over there than anywhere else, if we're being honest. Uh, th- this more than t- here? This time of yeah. year, it's really important to give back. 
Uh, and I think that it, now more than ever. <laughs> this time of year, April. <laughs> I need, uh, my car is really getting close to being done, so I need a lot of a little pieces because and parts and stuff like that. Not. So could you please, if if interested, I will start a GoFundMe where we can get my car up and running. Because I need it more than ever. Also, uh, I need Mr. Green. Send, send, don't send weed. Send cash that I can then use on weed. Please don't send weed. Uh, but, and you also, I also find it hard to ship alcoholic booze. So just send money for that too. So send it privately to me on my cash app. <laughs> I don't know what any Your cash app? I don't know. I don't need, I think cash app is a thing, but I do not have it. So please don't send it to me because I, I don't have I know a lot one. of people put it out like on their Twitter bio. Like here's my cash app and hope that like a benefactor will just send them money, I guess. Yeah. I don't. Technically, we probably should just hook one up just in case. Right, but I don't think hurt. that would ever happen. I don't think so either. We just get some lonely widow who's like, I just need the, the voices of three young men who just want to dazzle my ear holes. And then fucking boom, $6 million appears in our cash app. Uh, BJ, okay. Yeah, <laughs> okay, seriously, we're not... We're not. We're, no, we're still young. We are still fucking young. No, I'm gonna just say it. I'm still a young man. You know what I mean? I got carded the other day. Uh, upcoming schedule? Because they have to card. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> it says anyone under forty will be carded. I was like, yeah, I'm under forty. <laughs> they're like it's borderline, but okay. So. You, they're like you. I'm. Did I ever tell you the story about the meth addict who said I looked old as shit? Yes. Okay. Good. Didn't you work with him or something? Yeah, well, he he just worked with us for a day, and he's like, God damn, you must have had a hard life. You look like dog shit. <laughs> and I was like, you're a meth addict and look like it. That's hard hard words coming from you. That's why you know he's fucking honest. Yeah. Go ahead. He's got nothing to lose. He's got an honest face. <laughs> yeah, BJ, I said upcoming schedule. This is your chance yeah, to man, talk. Yeah, man, you talked about how you fucking look old as shit. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. The ad-free version of our retro reviews, such as the <laughs> unplayed St. Valentine's Day Massacre, apparently. Allegedly. W.F. Aggression, the music album, and Sharknado 6, the last one. 
But most importantly, you can hear the ad-free version of tonight's Season 28 WWE Fantasy Draft right now. I honestly am a little... This is like my gay Christmas fantasy. This I can't what? get over this Goldberg uh, ornament. <laughs> this is like me coming down the stairs and like there's Goldberg there and he's just like that jack. And I'm like, I've been looking oh, at it a no. lot during this. I know, me. I haven't took yeah, my eyes too. off it. If I, I came down and it's and like, this is your gift, it's me, I'm Goldberg, and I'm here for I you. I honestly like, have been meaning oh, to no. buy it for quite some time. My Ooh. goal is to get it for next Christmas, and it's going to be front and center on the tree. <laughs> your girl comes in, she's like, could you let, leave me alone for a minute with the tree ornament? And you're like, no, I'm first. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's talk WWE. I really don't want to, as as hard as it is to I'm believe. I'm thinking of recreating that ornament, but with me on a Christmas card. <laughs> God, oh, I thought you just, I thought you meant just for your wife, and I was gonna say, can you imagine? No, the, like, the, I'll send it to you guys too. The, the, uh, please don't. <laughs> oh, okay. uh, I'll take it. But all right. I can't even imagine the disappointment. <laughs> she, you're like, is this what you wanted for Christmas? Well, She's no, like, your dong is covered up, so the disappointment's hidden. Believe me. She she freezed between the lines, brother. She knows. She's like, those gifts better be filled with Tiffany, or I'm pissed about this situation. <laughs> Tiffany? Yeah. Is that, that's jewelry, right? Yeah. yeah. You think it's like 52. <laughs> I, can you tell I don't buy it? Because that ain't my bag, man. I, if you, I'll get you some jewelry from fucking Sears. Uh, <laughs> is this serious like going with this? Hardly even open anymore. <laughs> That's the joke, yeah. Uh, Romeo Rags versus Daniel Bryan, career Ooh. versus title. Well, SmackDown career. Well, SmackDown career, but I, how he's also hinting at the things, and he's saying how he fucking hates wrestling because WWE's taking his love away, and he wanted to die before his match. Um. Because of WWE. He said he felt inadequate next to Edge and Roman Reigns, and he didn't want to be in the main event of WrestleMania. That's not at all what he said. Um, he said kind of. he said he's like I wanted to die because of the way WWE booked me. Um, who he you got? Has... Want to be in the main event? <laughs> Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan. Come on, Reigns, career versus title. Who you got? Has to shake out, Mike. Uh, yeah, sure. Let's jump right into it. Um, first of all, I I like the way that they set this up. Uh, I. The only thing I had a little problem with is, like, Cesaro was very much overshadowed in a lot of ways. Like, yeah. he, he hardly got to speak at all. Daniel Bryan spoke so long for him. Seth Rollins spoke a lot. Roman Reigns spoke. But really, Cesaro didn't have much of anything to say. But I think the payoff to it was good because the whole thing was like, okay, are you going to accept the challenge from Cesaro or are you a bitch and not going to? And Roman Reigns didn't admit that he's afraid of Cesaro, but he just kind of bypassed him and challenged Daniel Bryan instead, which is like kind of an admittance that he's afraid of Cesaro without saying it. So I like the fact that they're keep, they keep pushing that down the line. I hope they continue to do it. I would love if they could somehow, some way do it all the way until SummerSlam. Maybe not possible. I mean, if they booked it correctly, it could be possible, but just keep doing that and make Roman Reigns do everything he possibly can to not face Cesaro, and you make Cesaro that way if your top guy is afraid to face him. So I like that aspect of it, and um, I'm intrigued by this match very much. Like, you know, like Donnie said, there's kind of some uncertainty here because Daniel Bryan has been saying some weird stuff like, oh, you know, I don't know, I didn't feel, like, really into the match at WrestleMania. I got to talk to some people close to me and see how they feel, see where I'm at, what I want to do. To me, uh, 
I think Roman Reigns obviously wins this match. I can't see Daniel Bryan winning the championship uh, after what happened at WrestleMania. Uh, and I think that this is essentially just a setup for Daniel Bryan to take some time off because he's even said he, he doesn't want to be a full-time guy necessarily anymore. He's a family man, obviously. He can spend some time with his family. And then eventually I think he comes back on Raw, unfortunately. Or it would be cool if he went to NXT for a little while and did a couple matches there because I'm sure there's some matches that he would love to have there. Uh, against guys he hasn't faced yet. But either way, I think it's a way to transition him off of SmackDown and onto another brand and give him some time off in the process. And the way I think this match goes is I think Edge gets involved. That's why Daniel Bryan loses. And then we get Edge against Roman Reigns at WrestleMania Backlash because that's the singles match we still haven't gotten. It's a singles match we thought we were going to get at WrestleMania. It didn't happen. And with Cesaro still kind of tied up with Seth Rollins, I think that's the thing that makes the most sense for Roman Reigns at the next pay-per-view. BJ? I agree about Edge getting involved. This is total fuck finish, as Donnie likes to say. Oh, Jey main event, Jey Uso getting involved. Edge getting involved. Seth Rollins, Cesaro, everyone's getting involved. I still think we're going to that six-man tag. Roman Reigns is not losing the championship. I could see Daniel Bryan going away for a while, but I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the six-man tag. So I believe that we're going to get this at Backlash, and I believe that Daniel Bryan's simply going to lose, maybe by botched interference by Cesaro or something like that, something to where it's like, oh, no, I can't believe that happened, and then he sends away, and then like Cesaro has to avenge that moment by going after Roman Reigns or something like that. Uh, but again, you're right, uh, main event Jay. Uh, Jimmy is going to be back here at some point. i got to imagine he's going to be ready sooner rather than later to come back and make an mm-hmm. impact somewhere. Uh, and what better way to get uh, heel heat than by sending Daniel Bryan away? So I definitely feel like you're oh. – Daniel Bryan said those words for a reason. Daniel Bryan's uh, – he is um, he is a very smart wrestler. He's cerebral. He knows what he's doing, even in interviews. He knows by setting the stage saying, like, oh, I didn't know if I wanted to be there. I don't know if I want to do this anymore. People are going to say, like, oh, is he going to AEW? Is he going Ring of Honor? Is he, what's he going to do? And then you have this career versus title matches a few days later. You, He understands what he's doing. And they understand the trajectory that they're on. So I'm excited in the sense that I do believe this is Daniel Bryan either going to Raw or just going away for a little bit. But I think that it's going to it's gonna kick the can in the line for Cesaro. I think this whole situation is about Cesaro. So I think that he's going to ha- play a role one way or the other. And I think that maybe it's him who, ac- who truly accidentally cost Daniel Bryan the win here. I, I think that would be a very bad move because you're building up as like your – Big time baby face that you want the fans all totally behind. So. And and for sure, and it, but it would create um, this moment where like they're left in the ring together and fucking Cesaro's like, I can't believe I did that to you. And like he's just like, ah, oh, fuck that. Like he can have the backstage segments where he's like, I can't believe I did that. And you build sympathy for him because he took cost his friend the match and he didn't mean to. And he turns that into like, I'm gonna fucking take that title from him. I feel like you can you can spin it, man. You can definitely. He looks spin like that. kind of a dickhead. No, if he, if he truly doesn't do it on purpose, like he, if he's going to like if get you Jay, accidentally like cost me something of worth, I would be so fucking pissed but, at you. But, again, but we're not friends. Yeah, my life. Yeah, but exactly. days and days and days of it. <laughs> um, I just think that if like he's trying to he like let's say main event Jay gets involved, Cesaro attacks him somehow that cost Daniel Bryan the win, and he's like by proxy involved with him losing. Then I think you can build sympathy out of that for Cesaro. Okay, maybe not. Um, I just I don't just, think that's how reality works. I mean, I've, I've seen it done. Don't make me talk about uh, WCCW. Okay. I'm not going to be a man. SmackDown mid-card. Cool, we're only talking about SmackDown, it seems like. That's fun. Good. 
It's the only thing I can tolerate right now. Uh, Fatal 4-Way, Owen, Zayn, Biggie, and Cruz for the IC title. Is that where we're going here? I think so. Because uh, what's the dude's name? What are, we, what are we calling the guy with uh, Cruz? Command, Commander. Oh, you mean um, Commander Aziz? Commander Aziz. I'm not sure if I'm digging the Commander Aziz thing, but he's <laughs> I like him. I kind of like his spite. It's like the Umaga's move. It is. I think it's almost identical to yeah. Umaga's move. It's kind of cool, I guess. I like that. I'm fine with that. I mean, if a big ass dude like thumbed you in the eye, it would hurt for sure. For oh my god, I, I, have you ever just like accidentally like poked yourself in the eye with like your pinky, just like itching your fucking eyebrow? Yeah, You're like, oh my god, yeah. stop! We have to sit down. I have to sit down. I might be blind. <laughs> uh, so, is this just uh, a way to get Cruz to continue the title run moving forward? And then who who is the challenger he faces coming out of it? What do you think happens here, Mike? Yeah, I mean, uh, this is initially what I thought, too, is that it kind of is perfectly set up for a fatal four-way because Cruz beat Owens, but it was because of interference from good old Commander Aziz, and then Zayn and Owens are still doing their thing, which, by the way, the highlight of fucking WWE this week was Sami Zayn dancing over Kevin Owens' like <laughs> dead body for, like, two minutes straight. Absolutely incredible. And, like... Kind of good dance moves, I feel like. Like, he had rhythm, and he just did it for so long. Like, the camera stayed on him uncomfortably long as he just danced around his body. He was selling that uh, shirt for Syria. Yeah, that's that's why he was doing it. Mm-hmm. He, it was more of modeling than actually dancing. Oh, it was more of just... If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Daris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Setting up the chance for everyone to skip, uh, snip out all the gifts you needed to really make the shirt perfect. Well, there were a lot of gifts. I know. Sure. That's what I'm saying. I had like there was like 41 different gifts I saw from this segment. Um, and we're getting Apollo Cruiser's Big E rematch this week, and obviously that's going to be a fuck finish of some kind with Commander Aziz involved as well. So it seems to me like you wouldn't want to go back to Big E versus Cruz again, and then go back to Owens versus Zayn again, and just do two separate. WrestleMania rematches at WrestleMania Backlash. So I might as well just put them all together, do the Fatal 4-Way, which has the potential to be a sleeper, like, awesome match because all four of those guys are amazing. So uh, I'm 100% in for that. BJ? Yeah, I love this. Uh, I like the tension between Owens and Big E. 
two baby faces, yeah, but people good. who don't back down. They're big guys, both two of the most athletic probably in the company. Like, it's fucking awesome. So I want to see them get involved, and I think the fail four-way is the best way to have them interact but keep them as big baby faces, and you still have Zayn and Cruz playing the heel role with the commander in there. So I think it's just going to be a lot of fun for that match. I think it's a very smart matchup for uh, this card also. Because you don't want like everything to be just a rematch, so this is a good way to have it where it's the fallout of WrestleMania, but you mix it up good, uh, well enough. Yeah. So Biggie and Kevin Owens, by the way, were doing that thing where uh, when you're pissed at somebody, but you like laugh while saying it. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, dude, I, you, did you fucking yeah, actually just step on my fucking toes? <laughs> oh, God, I'm going to fucking rip out your throat. What are you, some sort of giant? <laughs> okay, yes. Um... But yes, I'm very excited about that match. Uh, any stipulation or just straight up fatal four way? Are we gonna get in a cage or something? No, nah. I don't think. No, I don't think they would. You don't need that yet. Yeah. Ladder match or anything because you got Money in the Bank coming up. So when is Money in the Bank? June or July? Yeah. Oof. Probably, probably June. I think they just flipped Backlash and Money in the Bank. And what is May? Is there any sign in May? May is yeah. Backlash. It's, like May ba- it's called WrestleMania Backlash. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I always liked when it was just implied. But... Like, they keep saying, like, I I think I know, like, well, obviously, it's, I know why they did this, but, like, the yeah. thing that really gets me every time is, like, uh, who won a match? And they're like, oh, yeah, Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman is going to WrestleMania Backlash! <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> How's how's Raw with uh, Adnan? Is it, he's Awful. been pretty it's good, even right? worse. <laughs> Somehow worse. Oh, my God. Dude, Raw is so much worse. I, and it was already awful. It's he's terrible. He, it's not even his fault. I don't even think... I don't he, care whose fault it is. He's not like, good Tom at it. Tom Phillips wasn't good, but like he was Phillips. just like... I thought, Tom Phillips, I, I thought Tom Phillips was filled the role perfectly, because yeah, he just had like to be there. He's Jr. a little bit. He would, like, honestly started sounding like him and shit. I mean, but I would prefer that's him a great just thing, to though. be there. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> he said it's a good thing. They sound that's like cold Yeah, it's a great thing. Fucking oh, future Cole Hall of Famer and one of the greatest and the second greatest play-by-play guy ever. Who's the first? Uh, Gorilla Monsoon. I agree with that, actually. Okay. Good point. Doesn't Mel say he's like the worst? He named no, the he's award after him. 20 straight years. <laughs> oh, sorry. His listeners who pay him. Voted him worst for yeah. yeah, aka fucking sheeple. Because if you fucking hated him and Bobby Heenan, I legit don't have time for you in my life. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, fuck you. That's, we're cancel culture. This is how we cancel culture. We're just not talking anymore. It's shit. Uh, Alistair Black has a promo, and I must have received more text messages, <laughs> magic, DMs, brother. or tweets about this promo saying this is what I'm going to look like. This is what I, I'm like an ugly version of Alistair Black. I was oh, told. Oh, you could never look that cool you, at you all. Got photoshopped but... onto him. Yeah, I was photoshopped onto I him. I was. Uh, they, they, someone said that I he I look like a cross between him and the guy from Waco. What's his name? The Koresh. Oh. Koresh. <laughs> So, You're very Koresh-esque. So, I think that's kind of... Because I wonder, like, anybody that supports you, there's obviously some kind of something unhinged there yeah. in the first place. Oh, yeah. and they just go along with what you say. Oh, for sure. Very um, Waco. Alistair Black, though. This promo, very good. I love him. I love his style. I love everything about him always. He's a top, he's a top guy for me. So What do you think awesome. he does when he comes back? Like, who does he go up against? I have no idea. I have no I idea. I initially Dep- thought, because... That they kind of left off with this, 
was Kevin Owens. Because uh, that's where they left off. Like yeah. he had a match against some loss, and then just was never seen again for months. Yeah. Hmm. So just to get like quick revenge or something, I don't know. You got to bring him in, get him acclimated with the new gimmick. Like, I, I could see them doing like a squash match as the start. What if he screwed D. Bray? Uh, I think it's too soon because the the my thought is like they're gonna have several weeks of these vignettes. Yeah. That's what it felt like, because it felt like we just got the first part of, like, a longer story that he's telling. Mm-hmm. Story time with Al. <laughs> okay, I first thing I thought was Alistair Crowley, and he'd just be like, bring your bottom over here, and I will rub mine against it. Alistair Black is, uh, I love this, I really do, and I think that Owens is a good start, but I think it'd be better if you pretty much just emulate what you did in NXT. And I think there was, like, what, 20 weeks of him being, like, just fucking kicking people's heads off until you're like, that yeah. kick's dangerous. <laughs> and, that was awesome. And then he applies it in matches, and then he only hits it as finishers, and it was like, that was so special. His NXT he, run was so special because it was so well done. Like, emulate that on the main roster, and you have a legitimate threat to Roman Reigns. In, <laughs> like, you, have to take it, you have to take it slow because you can't push him too high initially because – Reigns is a heel, he's champion. Mm-hmm. Cruz is a heel, he's IC champion. And the the character, to me, has a heelish kind of feel. So, unless that changes over time or something. But he was talking about, like, burning down the world and killing everybody or some shit. Yeah, so. yeah. So. Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan? <laughs> Kyle, why, did you, why did you yell Kyle Shanahan's name? Because he's like, I don't know if anyone's going to be alive on Sunday. Oh, yeah, he's like, I can't guarantee he's going to be on the roster. I don't know if they'll be here. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> it's really fucked up. He's totally going to take, like, Mac Jones third overall, too. Cool pick, bro. I know, for real, dude. I'm, I'm loving it, though, because I truly believe five quarterbacks are going to go before the Eagles pick. So that's just going to push somebody back to us, for sure. Yeah. Good, good thing we're not going to take them. We're going to take the wrong guy. Yeah, we're going to take that. What's the, what's the fucking um, tackle? Well, no, the guard. I saw somebody talking about a guard. Vera I was like, Tucker? Yeah. I was like, mm, Why wow. Vera Tucker? I could, mm, I could taste that pick. Is there anything less fun in the draft? Than taking a guard? Taking a, Especially a when you have, guard. I have five guards on the fucking roster already. It's like, it's the most Eagles move ever. I'm not doing this. Charlotte's suspended for her heinous attack on those. Oh, she's back? No, she's already back. She's back, guys. Um. She did her time, brother. Six yeah. days. Andrade taking some naughty <laughs> pictures. Uh, do you not know what suspended indefinitely means? She went. She went. It means the... an indefinite amount of time. Could be a second. Could be for life. <laughs> she didn't even miss one show. Nope. It was six literally, days. Literally at the show. It's when you. It's like suspending a, a starting pitcher for four games. You're right? like, I'll be back. Oh, you know what? Never mind. I'm not well, gonna say it, that. Well, it spited melts in a big way, so I appreciate oh, it. Oh, so did she. Yeah. She, uh, oh, we're going to get to that, bro. Yeah. I can't wait. Um, and, yes, uh, it was a saucy week on her Instagram. And Andrade taking pictures of her yeah. butt, her hand on the butt, and her owning it, flaunting it. Uh, she's owning it and flaunting it despite Dave Meltzer's efforts to make her have self-esteem issues. So, he, he's there you like, go. He, yeah, he's dictating that she shouldn't yeah. have self-esteem. You problems. you must feel terrible about your face. That's why you're fixing <laughs> oh, it, right? Oh, good lord! Why you? Oh my god, it's awful. I didn't do it. He fucking did it. I'm proud yes, of her, dude. Yes, Slow he did. Yeah, man. Good that Charlotte's back. I, I, it's like I didn't have a chance to miss her. Yeah. 
I mean, I was like, this is like, okay, spoiler, George Cruz might be the guest later, by the way. <laughs> and he always cries at our group text, like, I hate Charlotte. She's, I see her all the fucking time. I'm like, George, she was gone for like six months injured and wasn't on WrestleMania. Yeah. She's been gone so much. Um, I have no problem with what they did because I'm very interested, like, with Sonia Deville's uh, involvement. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Because Sonya Deville is awesome. We all agree there. She's fucking great. I can't wait till she's back wrestling, but I really like her in this role that she's in right now as, like, an authority figure, and she's very clearly, like, trying to overstep her bounds and kind of move up the ladder past Adam Pearce, and this was, like, a power move on her part, so there's that aspect of it. And then there's the thought, like, it, are her and Charlotte working together in some way? Are they going to form an alliance moving forward in some way? So uh, I'm kind of interested in that. I, I'm all for anything that puts Sonya Deville in a higher spot because before all that bullshit happened to her she was in mm-hmm. such a great spot and she was on the ascent and she probably she might have been in one of the top spots in one of the top women's matches at wrestlemania if that wouldn't have happened to her so i hope that she kind of regains that spot yeah agreed yeah, and i think her and charlotte i would like sonia as charlotte's heater would be pretty great especially i mean because... she's smaller <laughs> It, that doesn't mean shit. She's yeah, a fucking that, MMA fighter. She, no, dude, she's an MMA she's fighter. She comes down in a suit with fuck pair of sunglasses on mm-hmm. and starts KOing oh, fucking know. women. Now be well, a kick ass here. Charlotte's either, a badass in her own right. And she's an authority figure, so it's like it just kind of further feeds into like this notion from silly fans like George Cruz, where it's just like, oh, she's only pushed because that's what the fucking boss wants, and she has this pull backstage and this and that. Like, so you play up to it, where Sonya can be the heater in that sense, where. 
she does have the authority figure on her side, kind of like Triple H in the early 2000s. Yeah, this is just like Triple H. I'm all for anything that's like Triple H. I hate oh, yeah. you guys. I don't like that anymore. Um, <laughs> Matt Riddle. Go ahead. Sorry. I, I feel like they could have like prolonged this a bit, where Sonya Deville is going after Adam Pearce on Raw, and then next week Charlotte comes back. Like, she was at the show, but you obviously weren't suspended. I mean, it was a big fuck you to Adam Pearce that didn't even last a week. So. It definitely was, yeah. It was cool to see Sonya Deville on SmackDown, though. I mean, I'm sorry, on Raw, because she's usually only on SmackDown. Yeah, it was one of the few things I liked on Raw. Yeah, I like when there's authority figure. I do. I do. A lot of well, people cry about it, but if it's the right good. person, yeah, it's yeah. exactly. Yeah, and especially, no offense, I like the neg- I like the downer authority figures. I like the yeah, I like I heel authority heels. figures. I know you're. I know people are like, oh, it's a trope. It's always. It's just yeah. better that way because it, it creates good a lot of the time and, if it's the right person. And it creates mm-hmm. an adversity that makes storytelling much easier. You're not creating. You don't have to create a lot of stories if the if the heel general manager is like, well, no, no one's getting title shot. Roman Reigns. Oh, oh, you know what? You guys want to get title shot? You guys fight each other. You want to fight so bad? Like you, then you have like stories that come out of that. Anything. And literally anything mm-hmm. it's better than matches out of thin air yes like, okay there's a match announced who said where did it come from mm-hmm. why is it happening it's the anonymous gm again dude don't oof. 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 that was apparently hornswoggle i still don't really understand nope. what the end game was there. vince was like was this idea son? is my favorite idea ever that was had. a different story <laughs> oh so he was, aj styles driving by <laughs> hornswoggle lost to, like, that's where he is uh, I'm sorry. Say again, Mike. Hornswoggle. He lost a boxing match this past weekend. I did not. He faced like a like a legitimate like little person boxer who's got... like all fucking jacked and shit, and he beat the hell out of him. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> I fucking bet, dude. Um, what's up with all these people like stepping in the ring with like funny, like Ben Askren? <laughs> but uh, dude, uh, that just proves to you you pay. Uh, ben Askren was looked like a Greek god. Dylan Postal. Uh, he didn't pay his opponent enough, unlike uh, Logan Paul or whatever his dude's For name real. was, because he paid him. He paid a trained MMA fighter to take a dive, and dude, he I'd did. Let him, I'd let him fucking knock me out in a second if they paid me. I don't care. Shit, no. I, you know what I would do? I'd take the money and then I'd K the oh the shit out of the dude. No, you wouldn't. And be like, badass motherfucker coming through. <laughs> you don't get paid till after. I I I bet yo guess what I would take my fucking inv- I no I need a lot up front I would take I would take like three hundred thousand up front I would bet it all on me in the first and I boom there's a Johnny Cash song that I I take as my life motto and it says uh, I I always lose and he said the only way I could win is to get in a fight and bet on him and that's how I, <laughs> <laughs> that's how I've always felt about my life uh, Matt Riddle tees with Randy nice. Orton uh, this I don't. RK bro, I I get it, but after Dude. fighting the fiend for so long, you're supposed to change. You're supposed. This is the first time I'm feeling he is, like he's being nice. That's a change. I mean, a, is he point. being nice? It's basically we're just waiting I wish for you him would to turn. Fight the fiend. I, if I fought the fiend, I would win with one simple move because <laughs> I know how to defeat him with by distraction. He'd be a nice person then. Aw, that's what you like if you for? change like completely from what you are now. No, I would be. That really hurts me, Mike. That's the point I'm trying to make. Yeah, you're an asshole, Lauren. So, do you like this? Do you like Matt Riddle and Randy Orton? Um, I think it's a means to an end. Uh, it feels to me like they were really playing it up on Raw, where Corey Graves especially is like, "There it is, he's gonna RKO him, he's gonna turn on him." 
to the point where it's like, okay, obviously he's not going to try him right here. But I think that they're going to play this up for a little while. Whenever they decide to pull AJ Styles and Omos out of mothballs. <laughs> uh, by the way, this just in, WWE's The Bump, tomorrow at 10 a.m., AJ Styles and Omos are going to be on. This is probably celebrate. Yep, so there you go. This is a oh, celebration. yeah, I, if, if they show up, I, I need him with a month that. later. I need AJ Styles with a Hawaiian shirt and a straw hat. I'm a same ju- same exact outfit, but instead of a gold chain on his like turtleneck, it's a lay, right? And they're just like, uh, yeah, man, been in Hawaii for the last month and a half, really enjoying my life. They're uh, totally just gonna be in their own like fucking like AJ Styles gonna be in yeah. his fucking gaming chair in his house. So true. Yeah, the Earth. Yeah, I'm not saying it's not flat, but I'm saying that there's theories out there that we need to investigate further that say it could be flat. That's why it took us so long to get there and back. I went flat. over the curvature of the flat earth. I ended up on the wrong side of earth. You know how hard it is to get back on the other side of earth? Do flat earth people feel like I believe there's two sides to flat you earth? fell off the side. Like That's it's a coin? Gone. Like it's a coin? Any- I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> uh, I think Riddle and Orton team for a little while. They run through some teams. They become the number one contenders. And then... They face AJ and Omos, and that's where Randy turns on on Riddle, and then they end up feuding. It just feels which feels like a step down for I guess I mean, step down from it, the whole thing. It's a step thing. down for Orton, definitely, but at the same time, I don't mind them building up Riddle. No, I I agree. It just, just feels like it's not a good follow up. I just this does not feel like the program you book following. What what was an epic feud against the Fiend? While yes, the fucking finale fell flat because you missed the opportunity to do the fucking Firefly Funhouse match. It doesn't negate the fact that you should still be coming. Randy Orton's still red hot coming out of this. You know what I mean? He was just involved in a months long storyline that really took his acting and and promos and matches to like another level. And then this, like well, this is why I don't we need mind this. This is why we need a roster shake up because the other options are. Fucking face Drew McIntyre again. Face Lashley, but you're both heels. Face Braun Strowman, who blows. Like, there's nothing for him, so he needs, like, new opponents. Riddle, at least, is a new opponent, but it just it does feel like a step down, obviously, from where he was at. BJ? BJ? Yeah, unfortunately, I agree with you guys, because if they are entertaining segments, like, I enjoyed their promo on Raw. The match was good. The match was good last week. But it is a problem where, after the Fiend feud where we're going with such high expectations, and whether you liked it or not, it wasn't exactly what everyone thought it should be for WrestleMania. And you, The Fiend hasn't even been seen since. And Randy Orton felt like it was going to be your top, one of your top heels in the show. Now he's basically turning face to be with Riddle. Uh, and they are, obviously you expect Randy Orton to turn on Riddle, because that's what Randy Orton's all about. He's a snake. So they're, just, they're, they're setting us up for something that is either so obvious... Or is just so you would never see it coming that it doesn't even it doesn't feel right. So like there it's like a lose lose for all of them. It's not a lose lose for Riddle because it's definitely giving him a much higher profile spot on the card. Um, and he his personality is coming out. It's like it's good segments. Um, and listen, them in the tag team match against AJ Styles and almost would be fucking great. But it's very strange for what they're doing with Randy Orton. It just doesn't make any sense that this is the feud that you had coming out of it. And I agree with Mike where it just. They don't have anything really interesting for him to do anymore, it feels like, because he's already faced everyone. And there's not really another face, uh, a baby face, on the show. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Show for him to go up against. It's almost like and I wish somebody had more creativity over there so we could have come up with something ahead of time. Like, okay, this is what you do with the feet. Maybe, okay, but coming out of it, this is what we're going to do. Because it seems like that's what they did with uh, Seth Rollins, who became, like, the yep. Messiah. They did with Daniel Bryan when he kind of switched personas. Everybody mm-hmm. who's faced the Fiend has completely changed who they were coming out of it. And while, yes, yeah. he's, like, being a face right now, it's not like a, a – he's still the same guy. He's still Randy Orton. I don't know. I just – I don't if know. It, this... If it did come out in, like, a month, month and a half, that it's like all these breadcrumbs leading up to the thing, like that it was this, because he is acting a little bit nicer. He's willing to team with someone like Riddle, and he had lost uh, last week after after previously facing the Fiend. So like, if that's what they end up doing, like in hindsight, I'll be okay with it. But as of now, because of the direction it's going, and just there's been no mention of the Fiend, they really don't talk about it. So I gotta be honest, like- man. I gotta be honest with you. This whole the run to WrestleMania for The Fiend, Alexa Bliss, and Randy Orton has been was some of my most fun build to anything in a long time. I was really, really loving it. It was awesome. And, and it was long-term storytelling. It's what I really love about wrestling. Uh, the match we got at WrestleMania and the subs, the subsequent fallout from this. Mm-hmm. Subsequent fallout? I may be having a stroke. <laughs> subsequent fallout from this <laughs> has yeah. really let me down. And I, I fucking hate that. I hate well, that that's... Well, there's one good the, aspect to it. The last thing... Alexa Bliss is great, obviously. Yeah. But there's not been, like, substance to it yet, is the problem. Because we got one Firefly Funhouse, and we haven't seen Bray since that. Mm-hmm. And then Randy's just kind of doing whatever. Like, Alexa Bliss's segments have been great. Like, she plays that character so well. She's probably a better actress than most of the actresses that you see in, like, actual horror movies with what she's doing. And she's doing a great job. But... Like, where the hell are we going with it? I don't really know. Hopefully that, you know, question's answered sooner than later. But for now, it's just, like, a f- good segment on three hours of shit, and we get this one good segment with no real context to anything. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Um, what, anything else about uh, this week in wrestling? Uh, well, I just had one quick thing. Not, nothing too crazy, but uh, Rhea and... Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler teamed up on Raw, mm-hmm. six-woman tag. Yes. 
I just kind of like the vibe of them as like a trio. I wouldn't mind if that was again. Like I think we talked about this before. I felt the same way. Where we like it, it, all it, the I pieces. Don't know. It, it wasn't. It didn't feel right to you. It, it felt cool because they're all champions. Yeah, I but like. If they, if they if they weren't all champions, I don't think I'd feel as the same. Because they well, they that's fair. Have been the way they book Nia and Shane is so terrible. That I I think putting them with Rhea, making them a group, could be something for all. Of them. I'm all for stable warfare, dude. You know this. It mm-hmm. helped the hurt business. I don't know why they decided to break them up and then do this stuff with. And what's with the face paint, dude? This is T-Bar. I prefer the masks, if I'm honest. No, I do not prefer the masks. He looked like Predator. T-Bar did not. He looked like the goalie, the, the first goalie to wear a mask. Jacques Leplant. <laughs> Jacques what? Jacques Leplant. Did you call him Jacques Leplant? Jacques Leplant. <laughs> We. Oh, cool. <laughs> uh, yes. Anything else that I did, uh, I, we didn't you don't know anything? <laughs> Let's get into WrestleMania backlash. The confirmed card, Donnie. What does it say here? <laughs> oh, we could talk about the Miz WWE 24. Did you guys watch it? Yeah, it no. sucked. I watched Miz and Mrs. Miz BG. Oh, okay. The episode of Miz and Mrs. was incredible. <laughs> absurd. <laughs> but uh, Ms. WWE 24, absolutely amazing. And if anybody, you know, wants to still talk shit about Ms. after that, then that's their own problem. Yeah. Well, did you see what John Cena said about it? I did see oh, that. Oh, do I trust John Cena worth a shit? He tried to kill a dog with his bare hands. No thanks, dude. Watch this now. At Mike the Miz is the definition of both passion and perseverance, underrated only in the eyes of ignorance. That's a new Ooh. line I'm gonna start using all the time. I tested it out on you yesterday, Donnie, and you didn't seem to like it. So. I didn't even I didn't even notice it because I'm you so ignorant. You said it was like a fluke it. that I beat you in fantasy basketball. I said it was a fluke only in the eyes of ignorance. Yeah, I didn't understand that was a John Cena <laughs> quote, and if I had, I would have been furious. If I'm honest. <laughs> uh, looking back, I'm furious about right. it now. Oh right. shit! No, he's not. It's so fucking, good. Miz sucks. The Miz Miz's has worked. Miz has fucking basically worked tirelessly his whole career to mask his flaws and skate by on his fucking mask his flaws. <laughs> That's what everyone's supposed to do. Not, <laughs> it, or, or get, or or get better. For the past twenty years. His 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 wrestling strengths are not strengths. They are weaknesses. He's not good. What does that even mean? You're a weakness. Well, everybody in this doc said he's a great wrestler, great heel, great yeah. person. See, hey, dude, how much were they paid? What was it Zero. about? Like, was it like? It was about his whole. It was a, about his whole career. Essentially. Oh, okay, cool. Because yeah. sometimes so they do like, like the three sixty five. I know you like that. <gasps> Kendall. Yo, I'll tell you what. Won't watch. Already watched Real World when it happened. Don't need to watch it again. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, uh, what did you write? What did you write here? What did you watch? Uh, what did you write in here, Mike? Or BJ? This is BJ wrote this. WrestleMania backlash. What did you write underneath? That why don't you say these words? <laughs> More WrestleMania. Thank you, Vince. It sounds like I a that, shitty smart comment. Uh, so but we're adding Braun Strowman because I got so much Braun on Raw. I couldn't, that's the only highlight of Raw for me was all the Braun. Yeah, um, how he's pulling triple duty. That was the highlight. Was highlight of the show for me. I just fucking said that with my mouth, didn't I? Sucks. Yo, he is and then him terrible. talking on top of it. Braun Strowman is one of the only saving graces for Raw for me. Shut up. It is. I'm not even kidding. Braun Strowman is excellent. I love Braun Strowman. Um, and I think that, yeah, I okay. think you have to add something here because it's the exact same match otherwise. And it's just, mm-hmm. it's just rematch city. But Braun Strowman well, adds an element Braun of power and excitement and fun 
I hope he wins a championship. I hope Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre beat the shit out of each other and Bobby uh, Braun comes in and just fucking wins. That won't happen. I'm so not excited for this match. And I feel like they really... Like, there's no, like, sizzle for me with Drew McIntyre anymore. Like, he's lost, like, all pizzazz. He's just stuck in the same cycle. Yeah. Here, face Bobby Lashley again. Be stuck with Braun Strowman. Like, mm. that's like another... Again, you need to shake up the roster because he needs somebody interesting to face. Yeah, like, he's he awesome. He doesn't exist right now. But it's just not... It, it really does need a shake-up. Uh, Bailey yep. is also going to fight Bianca Belair because Kaka's uh, cast aside here, deservedly so. They didn't even, like, reference it, which was yeah, weird. Yeah, what happened there? I don't know. And they Bailey. just, like, announced that Bailey. It was, like, not even... It was, like, before SmackDown, right? Yeah, like it was that? before SmackDown. And then they, like, half-ass announced it, like, with the backstage segment. Yeah, so Although weird. Bailey was great in that segment, but still. She's awesome. I can't wait for that match, but... It'd be great. It, it's weird that Sasha Banks isn't included unless they added it. But Bailey's it. just going to lose in yeah. her first fucking thing since... Irrelevancy, so that's mm-hmm. not great. Nope, I feel bad for her. I, she deserved better at WrestleMania. It's almost like you should have a story for one of your most popular and best performing uh, athletes, especially one who carried you through the majority of the pandemic. Yeah, it'd be, it's going to be a fuck finish with Sasha involved, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I would love that, because if we get the triple threat coming out of it, that's fine too. I'm just really down on WWE and WWE Creative right now. I just feel like a lot of decision making is just fucking dis disjointed and it's just there's no flow to anything mm. i don't need a bunch of crackheads in that room <laughs> I, honestly it feels they're all just fucking and someone hid the crack and they're all just like lifting the plants <laughs> up and shit like that <laughs> fucking searching for a good storyline and guess what they can't find one smackdown is better but i i, I don't i don't know smackdown's, smackdown's mostly great but that yeah the way that they did the whole Bianca and Bailey situation was stupid. Yeah, I just, I just, WWE's really getting me down, man. Really are. I think, I think the problem is that they're setting up a lot of their feuds to be triple threats. I don't, I don't even hate that. I just don't feel like they're setting up storylines properly at all. They should have just called it Fatal Four Way. Remember when that was a baby? <laughs> that was so dumb. <laughs> but we'll do triple threat. We'll do triple threat. Yeah. Backlash triple threat. threat. <laughs> triple the energy. Triple the power. Triple the thrills. These triple threat sounds pretty cool. Cooler than Fatal Four Way. Yeah, sounds, <laughs> there's death involved. Yeah, you sound stupid, dude. <laughs> yeah, it literally no says dead. <laughs> I know. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick, so I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I was disappointed by that. How can I show my kids this when no one dies? It's like, it's like the Tony False advertising. Right? False advertising. I want my money back, man. It's last time. Cancel the network. Do you think we're really going to blow someone up? I canceled the cop. <laughs> Owned. Uh, Patreon. Let's talk about it. Patreon.com slash Ring Rust Radio. Go there to hear the ad-free version of our podcast, our retro reviews, such as St. Valentine's Day Massacre and Sharknado yeah. 6, the last one. And, of course, Donnie's favorite, WWF Aggression, the music album. Yeah. We're nearly three months removed from when St. Valentine's Day Massacre should have been <laughs> yeah. happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you could have already heard it on Patreon. And you can still hear it there if you'd like it so much. Yeah. Because <laughs> it might not play tonight either because we have the fucking draft. It probably won't, but you can hear the ad-free version of the draft. Fuck those ads, bro. It may have played already. I don't know. I don't know. If you were if you were a more dedicated listener to the show, you would. Me? To be fair, George is very dedicated to Ring Radio and doesn't really listen to anything. You can't buy my love. You could buy my love. <laughs> Mike's like also my he love is for sale I mean, as well. No. All right, let's go on. Friends, they rest for minutes. Rest for minutes. Rest for minutes. Wednesday, rest for minutes, rest for minutes, rest for minutes. Wednesday, rest for minutes, yeah, rest for minutes. Wednesday, rest for minutes, Minutes, but tonight we have a special guest. Did you hear that this week on AEW, Tynara Conti had a title oh. shot? That can mean only one thing, ladies and gentlemen, walking through that door to your left, Mr. George Cruz. Hello. Hello. Uh, He's gonna read the email he sent to her. Yeah. Are you? Is that Fly true? I, I, for, I'll uh, say that. I'll start there. I got a promise. I'll start there. That. Um, I'd like to publicly apologize for putting you on blast last week for your uh, message to Tanaka. Was that even on the show? Um, yeah. You don't have to apologize to me, man. Apologize to her. That was like demeaning to her. Like that you sent her that. You're trying to that you sent her that. How is it demeaning to her that I I was making fun of you for sending that? Because let me say something to you. No, 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 no. You were implying that I was trying to bang her. Yes. And like, yeah. So. What do you mean by implying? I don't think he was implying. I think he was saying. Well, yeah, and also, how is this? Yeah, how are you deflecting her? It? Yes, <laughs> this is not her. This is, and she does not. She could not care less of the things I say. I will say, George was not happy that you said it was a two-photo thing. He said it was only one. <laughs> That's what he did yell about. It was two photos. He's like, he didn't deny that it was maybe overstepping bounds and a little strange, but it was one fucking photo. By God, it was one. Yeah, I even had to go back and check. I was like, damn, did I put something else on there? So, it was a dick pic. Yeah, <laughs> that was the second one. Just his tears. A Donnie dick pic. A Donnie uh, dick that's why you couldn't see. That's it. if you never wanted to talk to you again. Uh, well, <laughs> exactly. well, well, let's. All right, enough. Let's get to that. Because when when Ty hears this, she's gonna be mad. Just kidding. She won't. Make sure listen. you link her. Yeah. Uh, let's let's talk AEW first. Superior show. I know that NXT's got Tuesdays, but the Superior show still resides on Wednesdays. 
Uh, I love the long-term storytelling of what they're doing with uh, Adam Page and Kenny Omega here. Uh, do you guys agree that it'll be Adam Page who eventually takes the titles from Kenny Omega? It should be, but it's kind of strange that he's number one contender right now, mm-hmm. and he's really been he's been hasn't done a whole lot. Oh, he's been he's been involved with the Dark Order and stuff like that, which has been really he's fun. Been so middling. He's been so middling with feuding with Matt Hardy and yeah. just having random matches and shit to the point where he's not heated up enough to have the title match. And it would feel like you're giving it away way too soon if you do it at the next pay-per-view. I don't think it's and the right next now pay-per-view. he's number one contender, so it's a possibility that they do that, which would be a bad move. Like, this is something that has to happen months down the line. You have to build him back up because, again, yeah, Hangman Page has been winning. But it's in, like, nothing shit that nobody cares about, like beating Matt Hardy and stuff like that. It's like, That's, beating Matt Hardy is not a nothing. He's not been though, positioned so in a top spot for quite some time. It's very stupid. Uh, BJ? Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> George? Yeah, I'm a little more enthusiastic than BG. Um, so I, I kind of agree with them trying a bit in a little bit of that. Like, they haven't really put him in that title picture, and I think you'd be kind of shooting your shot too early if uh, you – you know, stack them up against Omega at double or nothing. I think, I think maybe he will. I think when they had the match a few months back, they definitely left a lot of meat on the bones. So I think they will have another match down the road in which maybe at that point, Hangman wins, you know, the title, but I don't think you can do that. You can't pull the trigger on that anytime soon. I'd say, even if you did it at all out, I'd say it's too soon. I'd say maybe, maybe full gear or revolution of next year. If Omega is still the champ. So, um, but Hangman's been awesome. I mean, he's been doing nothing but putting on, solid matches it's just he's got his storyline has nothing to do with, with Omega the title right now. now yeah yeah so, and i don't think you want to hot shot that and be like hey we got like three weeks or whatever until double and up and let's all of a sudden get this match going i, I don't see them doing that agreed so, see how we talk talked about things and disagreed without yelling george isn't that nice i did it's it nice. too it's refreshing i'm here yeah shut the fuck up bitch i ain't talking to you i'm talking to him I'm talking you to our guests sit the fuck down i was talking to our guests not you but I, I'll say this, Tony Khan, I know you guys shit on him a lot, but I don't. he's actually shown, like, he's very capable of doing these long-ass term storylines that play off, like, nine months down the road, maybe even a year down the road. Um, so I, I think I think that's kind of a long-term play, but the rankings are very curious, because, I mean, like you said, you have Hangman ranked number one. If somebody leapfrogs him and gets a title match at double or nothing, it's going to look weird. So something's got to give where, you know, maybe he either goes on a losing streak or somebody screws him over or something. And he kind of falls down the rankings. Um, otherwise, it's not going to make a lot of sense. But I definitely do think there's a chance, you know, down the road. I think, it, you know, it would make sense. But we'll see. Yeah. They only refer to the rankings when it's convenient to do so. And when it's convenient to just skip over and be like the winner of this battle royal gets a title shot, then they do that. Oh, man. It's so. almost like that's wrestling. I mean, if you're going to have uh, rankings, pinnacle pro- you should stick to the rankings. The Pinnacle promo was awesome. I love MJF. And I thought Wardlow was awesome in this promo, too. I, I agree. I, I was most impressed by Wardlow in it because he never speaks, really. Yeah, and but he, he kind of really owned good. the shit out of Jericho. And then Face yeah. Jericho comes out, and that promo, not nearly as good. He's a well, fa- Face Jericho never as good as heel Jericho, really. That's very real. That's very real. It's just Sad weird. but true. It's weird to think <laughs> yeah. of the inner circle as uh, Face now, though. But, like, hey, that's what's happening. So, Who, who do you think wins next week? I think Pinnacle has to win. I agree. How could they not? I mean... Yeah, you really fuck up all, everything if you have them lose their first match out. I would yeah, say. Yeah, definitely. And you got to carry. You, you got to carry all this to double or nothing. So I think I think we'll probably get Jericho versus MJF one on one. I would think at double or nothing. 
Yeah, so I can see that coming have, out of it. I mean, yeah, and then you get the tag win, but, team matches coming out of it. There's a whole bunch of awesome stuff that we can build yeah. right out of this, too. Now, with Inner Circle, my, my only problem with them right now, like, I think it's fine to make them face, but you got to leave them kind of being the same kind of badass, cocky, you know, guys that they are because they're, they're too apologetic right now. Like, the whole thing of, like, going on the apology tour for all the stuff they've done in the past. Well, I don't – I thought the promo was real. I thought – well, I said Jericho's promo was not that good. I think uh, – uh, so the other promos we heard were good. So I, I think that there's yeah uh, there's stuff Santana we, was good Santana had a, Santana was the one who shined the brightest for me the I, others I, were not great to me it Jake Hager's but not Santana. good that's your fault never let him talk again <laughs> that's your fault <laughs> he, he, he sounded like Zine Glass <laughs> he was better as Jack Swagger all right uh, oh god so let's go on here it's, it's, okay George I'm laying this one up for you Ty Conti shines in her loss I'm to just Sheeta. gonna lay out. Here. Britt Baker finally Santa coming for her match. gold. So I'll say this. This match was really good, and I'm really happy that um, – so I, I believe this spot was originally designed for Anna Jay, uh, and that was kind of the booking that we were going to get here because of the whole stuff with Brody and the Dark Order and stuff like that. So they had to kind of pivot, and we, what we got was Tainara Conti. And I think in this storyline, I think she did really well. I think it was, while two faces working together, they did a good job of, of building enough of that competitive edge – and then the match itself, I feel like exceeded my expectations because I, honestly, I don't, I didn't really know what to expect from Ty Conti because we didn't see much of her in NXT, uh, and we didn't see much of her really in AEW except for on Dark and Elevation and stuff like that, um, and a few matches on on Dynamite. So I, I thought this shined. I thought this was a really, really good match, and I like that at the end we get Britt Baker saying, "Okay, now it's time for me to come in here, and this is my shit now." So I'm excited about all this, George. I feel dirty. I agree with Don. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm glad that's why you feel dirty, not another reason. Yeah, well, <laughs> no, I, I thought it was a fantastic match. Um I mean, she's she's excelled in AEW as much as you guys don't want to admit it. Like, she's finally getting that Stop opportunity. Stop using and... general terms like that. I'm not with them. <laughs> and I didn't even well, say anything. No, you didn't, guys, didn't you, you say it's like best match of the year? I wouldn't. Well, I wouldn't say it's the best match of the year, but I would put it right up there. Um, God, I may have to rewatch a couple of the WrestleMania matches, but I'd put it like maybe just a notch below like Bianca and Sasha. I put it a hundred like, notches below. Maybe like a half. Point. So whatever, if that was like a five star match, I'd get. Well, I'd give this one like four point seven five if we're using the Meltzer scale. This match think, was a four point seven five to you. I thought it was fantastic. I okay. think it could. I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying okay. Okay. Well. <laughs> but I thought, yeah, I thought it was a great match. The one part I did not like was the, like you said, the Britt Baker thing at the end where she came out with the rankings and everything. 
I didn't like that. I kind of thought it was like, hey, here's this awesome match. Now forget about it. And let's look forward to the next uh, sheet of the Barry. That's and what, I, a, that's what that a heel was, does. That's that what a heel awful. does. Yeah, but I get it. But And also, are, fuck, fuck that she lost to uh, Thunder Rosa, by the way. Unimportant. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, remember, Thunder, was, I don't know what Thunder Rosa's was status is. Match. Yeah, that's no. an unsanctioned match. That didn't count. They even addressed that. They said it several times. It's okay. Sure, don't worry. Don't worry. He doesn't. He doesn't yo, it doesn't fit his narrative, George. It doesn't fit. His There's narrative. no narrative. Yeah, there is. There absolutely is. You, yo, you and Triple, yo, you and Triple, you. I love how you and you made her. Yeah, that's the thing. That that match, win or lose, both. But what about Thunder Rosa? Looking freaking awesome. Well, Thunder Rosa. The problem is she's under contract with with NWA. So right. Yeah, it's NWA. So so then maybe she shouldn't have won the match. Well, I, they're trying to also woo her over because her contract's coming up soon as well. And winning that match is... Oh, dude, winner? I don't know what to make of this, but I tell you what, you find a way to fucking cry about everything. Listen, it makes a lot of sense, and, and they've it done doesn't. a really good job of tying the, the loose ends here. And I fucking if, like if it. I'm not doing this right now. If WWE, you'd be crying. If I wouldn't, because this is actually... match was then given a title shot over the person that beat them, you would be if crying. If they're not employed by the fucking company, then I wouldn't dude, complain about it. Especially I was just on the show every fucking week for the past, like, six months. Okay, so how how is this different from Daniel Bryan getting the title shot at WrestleMania when he was losing, like, every match? Because he was screwed over in the match, and he made Roman Reigns tap out. And they don't have rankings, George. Mm, mm, mm. Maybe they rankings. should. They uh, shouldn't. Chris, definitely Christian shouldn't. Because the pa- same stuff would happen right, cool, then, because cool. you book yourself into corners. That's why rankings are no good. Christian and Powerhouse Hobbs was an awesome match. I like Powerhouse Hobbs dominating the shit out of Christian. I just love having Christian back, too. I really genuinely love seeing him wrestle. He he really is awesome. Uh, and also... Uh, I shit Kate, on him a lot. It's weird. Christian? Yeah. Why do I shit on Christian? When did I shit on Christian? I don't know why you did. You just used to. I never shit on Christian. I, his stuff against Randy Orton was awesome. Christian. No, I just you just had a weird affinity for Christian because he was Canadian and you felt like a, akin to him. Maybe. First of all, let me tell you something, bitch. Christian Cage is one of my favorites, always has been, because he always. jumped from WWE. He's a fucking t- – he always had been on the outs with WWE, dude. Vince He's hates never him. Been on the Vince hates him, dude. WWE. Vince hates him. Um, hey, listen to the talk as Jericho with uh, Christian. It was really good. Yeah, it is. Really, really good. Cage with yeah. Ricky Stark's going to be good, because we're definitely building to that as well. But we're also building um, Ricky Stark's versus uh, Christian Cage as well. Both Cage is going after him. I like Ricky Starks a lot too. Be, uh, George. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Ricky Starks is actually awesome. Uh, that opening match against Hangman Page, another really good match. I, I thought, honestly, like again, I know you guys are gonna, well, not all you guys, but you're gonna be, <laughs> you're gonna shit on this, but I, I thought the Say show it. was freaking stacked. I mean, it was. I, it was it a, had a I good thought it was flow. a great show. Personally, I probably I would have wanted to see the the women main event instead of uh, being in the middle of the show, but um, because after that I was pretty much like. You know, emotionally spent by the end of that show. Like, I probably didn't appreciate the like the main event as much, just because I, you know. Uh, but yeah, oh, I mean, we I know top to bottom. I mean, fantastic card, and I mean they've been on a roll lately. And I know, um, you know, you guys have been kind of making fun of them, you know, with the, the ratings and all that. But I mean, hopefully this helps them build, you know, their audience and get some new viewers on there because I mean they've really been on a roll i think i think it's good for both nxt and aew if we're honest because i think both ratings are seeing a big spike and that's what it should be we should be watching both 
Even though Triple H is like, it's not a war, Triple H is like, it's not a war, it was never a war, you're to make up, made up thing. It's, it he's so full of shit. He, he, like, but he, him pretending he didn't care is so fucking cute, dude. It's so fucking cute. He didn't care. Because yeah, you lost. That's why you don't care now, because you fucking oh, lost. They won the last okay. week. Cool. So. They, they won enjoy. last week? They won the last week. They went head to head, yes. Balls. It was a takeover. It was a ta- no, I'm not even doing Come on, this. man. Uh, at like BJ. Every time AEW would do some made-up theme show, then people would be like, oh, huge they won, difference. yeah. Huge difference. But it's, not, it's no different. Uh, it is a huge okay, difference. Takeover is their pay-per-view. And they had okay. the first half of it on fucking TV. So, yes, it is a fucking right. pay-per-view on television. It's irrelevant to the okay, cool. discussion. So, uh, let's go on to uh, – BJ, can you do me a favor? Can you fire up the tracker? Because I need you to add Darby Allen versus Jungle Boy to it. My goodness. We're getting some awesome matches here. I love this match. I thought it was great. BJ? BJ? Hello? <laughs> I hope you left. I hope you did too. I'm, I'm here. So I just wonder if you haven't said much. I want your thoughts on uh, Darby Allen versus Jungle Boy. I disagree with what Sting said after the match. What did he say? He was like, this is, the, this is the best wrestling I've ever seen and also on AEW. Okay, so to you're, be fair, you're he spent a long time in WCW and TNA, so he hasn't seen a lot of good wrestling. <laughs> that is true. So, so, you didn't, so you didn't like this match, Mike? The match was good. Well, it's really, not really good. Go psycho about it, though. It's, it's a really, really good fucking television match. It was better than anything I got on NXT this week. And I got two really good matches on NXT well, this week. NXT wasn't designed to have like a long title match this okay. week. All right. Okay. You're Not just, every you're week do you have to have a match like that. Um. Well, it's a wrestling show. If you can have it every week, you should. And also, yes, they did have multiple. Only Lurkin versus Kushida was a title match. It was a fucking cruiserweight open challenge match, thing. Okay. I, again, I'm saying I know I, it was a good NXT match. NXT wasn't really that. Like good this it wasn't. I'm not doing it. And uh, yes, give me Sting versus Lance Archer. I need that with all my heart. And also Scorpio Sky, Ethan Page. Didn't expect this as a team. Didn't know I wanted this as a team. But I like them Pretty together. Weird. They're friends. They're longtime friends. California okay. guys. They so they know each other. So I, I'm down for. You break them up. New. You break them up from uh, SCU, and then you have them turn heel, and then you have them win that letter match and lose, and now he's just in another tag team again. Yeah, well, I, SCU, I agree with that. and he's nowhere near. They're nowhere near title scene because Young Bucks are the champion. So it's just. And this is why you brought Ethan Page in. Like they didn't even need to bring Ethan Page in. They did nothing for the pay per view. They came in that, and then this is nothing. Hold on, this. How do you know this is nothing? This is the first week of something. I'm just saying, it's just a random tag team. But that. How do you know this isn't going to be successful? And how do you know this isn't just an ends to a means right now? It seems like you're you shitting on it. Ju- it, say, it sounds like you're <laughs> shitting on it just to shit on it because you don't know where it's I'm going. It's on one week. You broke him up for one tag team. He, first off, like if you notice, and hold on, if you notice, SCU. Then he immediately loses okay. the title match. He's immediately in another tag team that's just thrown together. If you notice, SCU's not on television very much anymore. Sometimes we're, we're things wrestling. that happen to AEW aren't good, and it's okay to admit it. And uh, listen, you're right. Some Even George aren't admitted good, it. But you're sitting here and saying that one week into something, it's not good. How do you know this is not something they both pitch and they're both all in on and that they're going to they're gonna love to do? How do you know it is? Because it's fucking AEW and they let their guys have creative freedom. That's yeah, why I so believe in what know. they do. So you don't know. I got it. Oh, you know what? You're right. You're right. You're right. Right, right. I uh, am right. Usually. But I'll tell you what, I like the team of Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. I, I'm excited to see where it goes. And I don't give a shit what you say. 
And Lance Archer versus Sting's going to be awesome. Buckle bombs all around. Yikes. Um, <laughs> let's go over to uh, – George, anything else about AEW? Great night for Ty Conti. Great night to be a Ty Conti supporter. It was good. I, you know, again, it's just, um, you know, I wish the match would have main evented. I think it would have, uh, kind of made it feel a little bit more important. But, I mean, it was kind of one of those where, sort of, you know, you watch the match knowing how it's going to end, sort yeah, of. Yeah, because thing. it's Ty Conti. No, I just think, I mean, they're building her. She'll be, she'll be a champion in the future. I can guarantee you that. Where? I'll, I'll bet There's not many other people on the roster. Actually, Did you see a lot of the insanity that was going on after that match on Twitter? No. From, no. like, the like, lunatic fringe of AEW fans? No. Um, oh, Ty Conti's performance in this match and her being such a huge star now, apparently, this is just an indictment on what a failure the WWE Performance Center is. Oh, that's because that's what Al was saying. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's just adorable. It's not at all what that means, by the way. I know, Performance but that's Center is a great place. That, that's, it's that, like, okay, Ty Conti was in a the most stacked women's division. Yes, exactly. That's more like it. Who <laughs> produced so many great women through the Performance Center. So she went somewhere where it's not stacked and got an opportunity. Sometimes it's just a numbers game. Yeah. That's very true. It's like being on a stacked baseball team in a position. You go and you're the fucking yeah, but you're batting leadoff. I mean, she was in NXT for a while, and I, I will say, though, she did get kind of bypassed, like, a handful of times. Oh, you, where, could, like, say, well, you could say that, but that's not right? a, that's well, look not at, a failure of the performance It's not like she was bypassed by unworthy center. people. No, and, I mean, I wouldn't say unworthy, because, I mean, yeah, I think, again, the problem is that at the end of the day, you have one women's title that, you know, you have this huge roster of women, you know, going for it, so you can't have everybody in the spotlight at once. I get that, but it was like, I mean, because, you know, remember, I'd be going to these house shows, like, at least once a month, and... Most of them she'd be wrestling at, and, I mean, you could see the improvement there. And there were times where I'm like, damn, I'll go – you know, I'm thinking she's finally going to, like, get an opportunity on TV, and it's like, no, if anything, they might throw in, like, some random match for five minutes, and then you don't see her again on TV for, you know, three, four months. And it's like – so, you know, at least with AEW, and I know you make fun of, like, Dark and Elevation and all that, but it gives them a chance to, like, you know, be on TV even if it's technically not on TV, right? But, like, she's had more matches in AEW um, – just this year than you know she had on wwe or nxt tv the whole time she was there and she's a lot right, but dark and elevation really aren't tv though and no it, but no but they are uh, sponsored and they're seen by a ton of people it's it's a fucking show it's it's and, it, and they are getting a second show so these are the kind of things that they're going to be running out on the second show sure. well, my thing be... is that it's okay oh, my thing is that it's the narrative that people like alvin melts push that oh Ty Conti getting a title shot and improving to where she was in NXT is an indictment on the Performance Center. It's not a pro- no, it's an indictment no, on the, the booking the, the, the of NXT, proof, if anything. When no, we have not, Raquel not, Gonzalez, no, the, right, the proof, when we have Bianca Belair, who just main evented WrestleMania. Right. Like, so the many top is, women have come through there. Yeah, the proof of the Performance Center is the fact that Raquel Gonzalez, Rhea Ripley, and Bianca Belair are your three top singles champions in WWE and NXT. That's the, the proof that the Performance Center works. Oh, and there's no, there's no doubt that it works. If anything, the the complaint is against the booking for WWE and NXT, and that's fine. That sucks usually. So that's we can say that. I mean, didn't Tenara want to leave? Well, she did because the booking she, was shit. Because she was getting yeah, booked and doing nothing. They were just sitting there for a while. It's like anybody who on the main roster is like, I hate this. I hate that you're not going to use me. Let me go. And honestly, uh, now course, that we have now we have Impact and we have AEW and we have all these places, just, it's, it's good to have competition because now you're like, I'm going to go bet on myself. I'm going to sure, go be like, because, exactly. but just because AEW doesn't really have any other women on their roster, it doesn't mean it's an indictment on the performance center that she should have been booked here and there in NXT. 
WWE and NXT have the best women's division ever. And it's, I, it's stacked. Right. I don't want to slate Tainara, especially in the presence of George. Okay. <laughs> so I'm gonna try not to. I'm gonna try to say it diplomatically, but wise man. You could argue that there's ten to twelve or more women in NXT right now that are better than Tainara. I think like, that's I think you, that's a, a bit that's high, but that's, you could certainly yeah. argue that. Yeah, but how about when Tainara was actually in NXT? Same thing or more. Right, that's that's no, that's my point though, is because yeah. we used to do that. Like, here's ten people who it's just the fact of the matter is that they're right now they're better than Tainara. All right, well let's go on to NXT now, and uh, let's talk Lu- Dexter Loomis and Indy Hartwell because they have my heart, <laughs> and I love their storyline more than I think. They're love- thing like like mimes on other side of the glass. I walking with each other. I love it. I love her going for the kiss and that costing him the win. I love all this. It really is very well done. And I think everything with Dexter Loomis has been very storyline heavy, and it's been executed really well. They're doing a really good job of, of protecting him. And what, like I said before, I think when you have a, a, a storyline like this, so many different people can be involved. So many things can come out of it, and that's exactly what's happening here. So many people are benefiting from this storyline based on these two, and I love it. George and I have known the greatness and the range of Johnny Legend for a long time, and it's Papa showing John? through. Who? Papa Johnny John. Legend. He, I, I, yeah, get it set up. Uh, it's honestly very stupid that you said that. I've known the Papa great, John. I've known the greatest, uh, side of Sam Shaw for longer than both of you. I knew Indy Hartwell before you ever knew who she was, so I don't even want to hear any of this from you. You didn't know Indy Hartwell until last week. I legitimately fucking saw her on many of the indie show more than, well, than you, you ever had, so I hope you, you look to? like a fool again. Um, are we getting Frankie? she was on Extreme Rising or Max, Mass and Mania, you did not see her. That's <laughs> not true, I saw a bunch of indie shows, bro. I also went to Evolve shows. So what are you even talking about? Look look in the mirror. I went to many Evolve shows. Mm -hmm. One recently. The one of the seven. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. We went to Evolve shows back in the day. You went to one somewhat recently. I will fucking get. I want to go get the tickets. Recent. Frankie Monet versus. You haven't your house recently. Frankie. Wait, George wants to talk about Johnny Gargano. Let him talk. Papa John. No, he's got the song. He's another one that's on a freaking roll. I think anything the way is doing, they're freaking probably the best thing going in NXT right now. In my I mean, opinion, besides just not harassing on... young women like uh, Austin Theory did. Well, I don't know about that. Was that proven? I don't know. No. I, I thought that was just a rumor, or like a dirt sheet thing. But, um, but yeah, I don't know I mean, the specifics of it, so I can't comment on that. Well, you yeah, said no know, like yeah. six times. Me? Yeah, he said no, 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 but I can't comment on it. You're trying to shoot me like melts here. No, 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 no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so back to what I wanted to fucking say. Frankie Monet versus Io Shirai. We're getting this? Yeah. I mean, Io's her dog, so how could we not? I fucking need all this, dude. Yeah, I I genuinely, I think that. (laughs) That was a good segment. Maybe, maybe it's because I love, uh, Taya, the better Ty. Uh, but I genuinely, <laughs> hey, hey, sorry. That's really That's, there's another one. Um, uh, the, the, no, the truth is legitimately, um, Ty Valkyrie's one of my favorite people in all of wrestling. And she's also very nice to us. Um, and Io Shirai is amazing. So I, I'm excited for this match. And I think that Io Shirai wins. Isn't she taking time off though? Or was that just the storyline? I think uh, it was the storyline. Story oh. I do like right. that as the as how like where they go with her to losing the championship. Where okay, you have someone who's coming into the company. Let's put them in the big spot. Let's have them go against the former yeah. champ. And they usually let the person coming in lose. 
Well, mm, or she could great. win, and it really doesn't hurt Io because she's already down from losing the title. So then you give her one more loss, and then you start the build-up again. I guess it could be either way, could it, Mike? <laughs> I will say this. Any of the things could happen. <laughs> will you be pissed if she loses right off the bat after coming in? No, LA Knight lost. Everybody, I, in NXT, okay. I just kind of come to yeah. expect it. You just I lose when you come win, in. To be I honest. think she wins. I think she'll. I think okay. the dog will bite Io Shirai, and then she'll win. Because I know you guys have uh, kind of bitched about AEW doing that at times, where like people come in, they lose their first match. And, Again, I think it's fine. Yeah. If, if, well, if, if, that's why I think Frankie wins. I hate that name, by the way, Frankie Monet. It, like she you chose it, a good name. I I don't care who chose it. You had a badass <laughs> name like Taya Valkyrie. Couldn't like, use it. She couldn't use it. Why couldn't she use it? Because they, they, they want they want to copyright the names. Story. Yeah, WWE copyrights the names. No, she spoke about it. Cop, WWE copyrights the names. Well, some people can use it. Some people can't use their names. Well, so, no, because the, you have to sign it's over. It's a case by case basis that we don't. We're not privy to. And but no, because like AJ Styles spoke about this too. He has a deal, and the, the his name is like leased to WWE almost. Smart. Oh, so. Why don't people just, like, change their names? Like, I would change my legal name to whatever the wrestling name some is. Some do. Na- nine <laughs> because times, some no. people want to be known by their legal name, George. Like no, Warrior? Not, I'm telling you, not, well, bad don't be example, like that. Not, don't be nine like times out of ten, the wrestling name is, like, superior to the real name. I, I definitely think Karrion Cross is better than whatever his, I don't know what his name is. Mike, what's his real name? <laughs> Dirk Miffler. Terrible I'm name. I definitely Kevin think Keezer. I definitely oh, think Jungle oh, Boy could definitely be his real name. Or Keezar. Keezar. Oh, Ke- Ke- did you kiss or not? I, still, I gave her the keys. I still remember in 1999, the heartbreak I felt when I found out Billy Gunn's real name was Kip Sop. And I'm like, yeah. what? I thought it was like, Monty. Well, Monty, but I guess Kip is what they call him, you know? And I thought the guy was, like, so cool. And after that moment, I was just, like, like heartbroken. Like, whoa, this guy's uh, a fraud. Wait, when you yeah. find out a wrestler's real name and it's not good, you hate him, then? <laughs> when it's, like, a terrible name <laughs> like that, it's like, yeah, like, have a normal I love- name. Billy Gunn was awesome growing up. Billy Gunn was awesome, but in that moment, because I, I actually sat next to his neighbor at a uh, Raw in Orlando, the one where I was ringside. How do you know he was his neighbor? Because well, you wouldn't shut the all... fuck up about it, I assume. <laughs> That's my neighbor. That's I'm front row because that guy Kip is my neighbor, and you're like Kip, who the fuck is Kip? And he's like that guy right there with the fucking the chaps on. It was actually on. just some fucking Mark who calls everybody their real names. There you go. It was Melt. <laughs> and he's not really his neighbor. He just, that's how I say brother. Uh, he just goes, what's up, neighbor? Uh, Saray uh, is awesome and will be great in NXT. That, they've proven that they can really book these uh, ladies really well, and I'm excited for this. Really good match, dare I say. Zoe Stark shined even brighter in that match. Zoe Stark. The, the person who I declared is the next big star. First off, you said be. it right after <laughs> Shawn Michaels said it, so it doesn't even fucking count. No, I said it before. She is and really then he good. Said it. She is really, really good. So you discovered her the way uh, Hogan discovered Kevin Owens? Yeah. Much Kip, the same way, Kip George. Kip Hogan. Hulk, come on in here. Check out this Kip boy Stern. I got over here. Kip Stern. One of the best out here. Kick his leg real high. Big old belly. Ha-ha. <laughs> I think Serene is a new finisher. How do you say that? Wait, what is she using as the finishing match? Sorry. She did like, she did like a uh, like over-the-head suplex kind of thing. Oh. And you don't like that? Japanese ladies love their suplexes, bro. They do. Kyrie uh, should bestow the, elbow? the insane elbow onto her. Yeah. There you go. Oh, I can't believe she's not wrestling anymore. I was thinking about that. I was like, man, that's a real shame. I miss her. Yep. Uh, you, you guys busy? If not, go watch Kushida vs. Oni Lorcan right now. And also make time for Kyle O'Reilly and Cameron Grimes because it's a lot of fun. 
Oh, Cameron Grimes' I, promo was hilarious. Cameron Grimes' promo was funny, and Kyle Riley is good. I really like them putting him in this position. I'm surprised they are, mm. in a way. Oh, Cameron really... Grimes got fucking his NFT stolen by the Million Dollar Man. <laughs> yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> that was so good. I wasn't really feeling Kyle Riley on this episode, to be honest. Oh. I like it a lot. Yeah. I, think yeah, I, I was going to say, before that moment, it was a little bit awkward. He comes out there being all Denim Dan. And then, yeah. But, like, but I think you got to understand, like, that he was being who he is. Yeah. Like, he's kind of right, weird. But, but like, it's never not, been... Yeah, that's not... Well, he's like, not been on his own in NXT wrestling. yet. Yeah, this yeah, is really who he, we did see this in Ring of Honor style too, but it's it was like, just he was a te, he was more technical, but he he showed his personality when he was a champion. And then he's like, I'm out. And I think the beauty of it is then he could go and turn it on and like he could kick the shit out of like Karrion Cross when he faces him. Yeah. So he's multi layered. I like him. Like an onion. And he's a very nice man. We had him on the show, front of the show. Very nice man. Incredibly nice. Also, Cameron Grimes. You you just learning about Cameron Grimes is the cutest because he's the best. No, I'm definitely not just he's learning about him. He's just becoming great. He's awesome. Always has been. At least I admit when somebody becomes great. It's not that yeah, they're becoming great. It's that they're finally being allowed to be great. You sitting there, you're giving credit for all this stuff. These people could be sitting there in NXT not being used who are great. And then finally when they just are allowed to do it, they're awesome. You know what I mean? You ever well, think about that? Well, he was positioned that? to be great. He was given a yeah. character. That's great. I think he came up with the character. He said he came up with the character. I don't know that he said that. He did. I fucking read an interview where he fucking said, I made a joke you about the whole uh, GameStop it. thing. And then here we go. We we're like, let's ride with it. And he Unless said, hey, it's your daughter a- or son write it to you. You did not read that. Uh, it's, it's, it has to be mm-hmm. my daughter. My son, son and I are still working on it. Uh, BJ, Impact Rebellion results. I watched this whole pay-per-view and what a show. Landscape? What is that feeling I feel? Oh, it shifted? That wasn't a fart. That was the chair. Say <laughs> <laughs> the rebe- rebellion results, please. All right. We got Josh Alexander defeated Ace Austin and TJP mm-hmm. in the three-way match of the Impact X Division Championship. Wow. Oh, I awesome. that. Josh, I like him a lot. George, what do you think? I like him a lot. He, I, I, really like, I don't awesome. really watch TNA. So the only TNA stuff I've seen has been the, uh, like, Kenny Omega stuff. And then some of the women's division stuff. Like, I think Deanna Perrazzo, another one that freaking getting, the, you know, her chance to shine there over in, mm-hmm. uh, in Impact now. I think she was screwed over more utilized. than Ty Conti was. Oh, big time. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think, she, I think she's... I also I, think... Again, the, George, oh, not, not to upset you. I think she's just a superior talent. Well, I'll say this to you, and I mean this about my heart. We talk, Rachel Ellering will show up later in this show. Yeah. Another one who I feel like was totally effed over by more so than Ty um, Conti as well. She was not never, I wouldn't even say Rachel Ellering got a shot in NXT. She was there for like two minutes. Yeah. Yeah, it's a fair like, point, I saw too. A couple of house shows, but I, was she even ever on TV? Like, she might have been there like one episode. She, got, she was out for like a year with an injury, too. Right. Yeah. She's really good. Even before then. Yeah, it was like 2015 when it started. So, like, that was like five years, four years, nothing? Cool. Go ahead. Uh, Violent by Design and W. Morrissey. Yeah, that's who, you know who that is? That's 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 Big Cass, baby, Big Cass. Why is it called W. Morrissey? That's That's his his name, name, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what, George? That's one of those guys who I don't like his real name. (laughs) Okay, well, that's your opinion. (laughs) Uh, That is W. Morrissey. You're like, who the fuck is this? He sounds like a fucking lawyer. W. Yeah, Morrissey exactly. sounds like a, a, actually an author from the 1830s. That's, <laughs> that's a W.C.M. Morrissey story. I could tell by the cover. But yeah, I like he dude. He looks great. He looks like he's in great shape. I liked him. I like. I give him a year until he's back in WWE. 
Uh, I, I somewhere around there or AEW. He, he's, this is exactly like fucking McIntyre. He left and now he's corrected back and he's ripped and he's wet and he's huge. And Vince is going to catch wind of this eventually. He's not going to catch wind of it. He's going to catch a photo that comes across. He's going to be like, open Twitter for me. And then he's going to open it and he's going to be like, who the fuck is that guy? And they're going to be like, that's, that's big cash. W. Morris. W. Morris. And he's like, who the fuck got his hair that wet? Give me the fucking phone right now. It's going to happen. He's going to call, uh, he's going to call him like he called Roddy Piper on that fucking documentary. Did you see that? <laughs> Yes, I saw the clip. Holy shit, he's fucking crazy, dude. Vince McMahon's a crazy person. Have you I seen cannot the... wait until fucking W. Morrissey beats Brock in the main event of WrestleMania. <laughs> oh, dude. And you know what? <laughs> the best part is, you can't teach that. Donnie, have wow. you seen the Twitter thread about crazy Vince McMahon stories? Yes. Okay, yeah. good. Of course. <laughs> That's amazing. It is. Uh, amazing. Anyways, they defeated Chris Saban, Eddie Edwards, James Storm, and Willie Mack. What a fucking team. Three old-time TNA guys and Willie Mack. Willie Mack's awesome, so get him on the card any way you can. That's a smart move. That's fair. Sure. <laughs> but he lost. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian Myers defeated Matt Cordona. 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 This is Major Wrestling Podcast Explodes, right? Is that cool? Am I cool for saying that? Is that right? Not cool, but yeah, that's true. Okay. Was there, like, an action figure on the line or something? He flipped Maybe. him off, I remember Oh, that. that would be cool if he had to put his fucking like Moon Valley Cowell on the line. <laughs> I don't know what that reference means. Save that for the action <laughs> dollhouse, fucking dork. It's more, one of the most rare action figures. That's awesome. Save for action dollhouse, dork. You're a fucking loser. You can't even fix your own car. Worthless <laughs> fucking waste you of space. You can't fix your own car. <laughs> I definitely cannot fix a car. Me neither, but I don't pretend to be able to. That's a difference. That's a big difference. I'm not just going to sit here and take it. I'm not going to sit here and take it. I'm I'm actually fixing the dent. I literally have Bondo on the fucking dents on the hood right now. So I'm going to prime it. It's going to look great. So don't worry about it. You have bondage on the hood. I did. And this, yo, full disclosure, um, I did spend about six days trying to open the hood because I broke the, I broke the hood last. <laughs> so. How'd you get it open? Uh, I actually had to undo the whole wheel liner, take off the wheel, jack the whole car up, and then I reached my hand up and then actually by accident opened it. He just hit it with some shit. I just, have you considered just like building a car from scratch? I kind of, honestly, dude, the way this, yo, the the way this car is, it's a lot more than I thought it was, and it's, it's been kinda, three years. Yeah, it's it's like, seems like a real waste of time and money. I'm not, I'm not putting really any money into it, so don't worry about you that. You bought part it. Of it. Yeah, for hey, five hundred bucks. Of, whatever you spend for, it's a waste of money. No, nah, I don't waste of time. How about your kids yeah. or whatever? Yeah, well, they go it to sleep eventually. It. Because it made it onto a t-shirt. So that right there makes it worthwhile. Yeah. And that is a good shirt. And I enjoy it. Yeah. We've probably... <laughs> We've sold upwards of four uh, of those shirts. Yeah. Does anybody uh, want to buy the famous car that doesn't work? Sure, shit. $7,000. I'll sell it for <laughs> uh, Go ahead. And more results. Jordan Grace and Rachel Ellering with Jazz defeated Fire Flavor. Uh, because Jazz actually legitimately had to retire. So okay. they brought in Rachel Ellering uh, to team with Jordan Grace, and they beat Fire, Fire Flavor. And it was a really good match, and I love this. So Why, why did she have to retire? I'm pretty sure injuries. Injury? I don't know if it's concussion or she's something. She's awesome. She is awesome. And she's been, being recently deal, she's been she awesome, too, because she was NWA champion for a little while there, and she, was, she came back to Impact and was doing stuff. Her and ODB actually had a pretty awesome match, like, randomly one week a few months ago. 
I believe it. I remember when she signed with WWE and just going on like the internet forums and people were freaking out. I was like, damn, all right. I remember I playing it as her on SmackDown, Shut Your Mouth. Hell yeah. I never once went on internet forums like we did because it wasn't a fucking unbearable uh, dork. Yeah, you yeah, were. Well, that's how it ends up here. Go ahead. <laughs> George, thoughts? Uh, I did not see the match, so... Good. Um, yeah, good. neither did any of us. Uh-uh, I watched the whole fucking pay-per-view today. We just make up shit and talk about it. <laughs> Go ahead. No, I think it's cool that Rachel Ellering's in uh, an Impact now. Hopefully she'll get yeah, I agree. Know, a bit of an At opportunity least... there. Cause... And where's her dad? Like, can he please come back? That's a good point. Like, in fact, can AOP come back with him managing them and oh put God. him anywhere? I was thinking about that. I'll still never understand why they made him not manage them. I don't know. But if they show up in AEW or in Ring of Honor or wherever they're at, I'll watch. Probably an Impact. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, that was for the Impact Knockouts Tag Team Championship. Everyone's doing it nowadays. Well, they've had them for a long time. They got rid of them and then brought them back. They brought them back probably like a year ago. Everyone's doing it. I remember Eric Young was one half of the Knockout Tag Team Champions before. That's true. <laughs> Sure. Trey really Miguel defeated Sammy Callahan in the last man standing match. Ooh, it was a really good match too. I was I did not expect the finish, and it was uh, really good. So I, this, I would recommend if you're going to go watch a uh, watch a match from here. I also think that Sammy Callahan could be positioning to challenge Kenny Omega as well. Finish? So he's going to come out. Yeah, that's true. You want to have him lose. If you're no, because well, what you're going to do is you're going to send Trey Miguel after Josh Alexander, and then now you're going to start building Sammy Callahan back up. Because him, Eddie Edwards, those are two guys. Is Sammy Kenny. a heel? He's kind of playing tweener right now. Because the whole, they broke the group up, so he's been playing heel when he That's needs awesome. to. Crow. Uh, Ken Shamrock, I don't know where he went, but uh, Ken Shamrock versus Kenny Omega's match I'd like. Ken Shamrock versus Josh Alexander. They have, they have wrestled. Oh, I don't know. very good. Do it again. I won't watch. Moving on. Moving on. No, George, what do you think? Now, come on, <laughs> motherfucker. This is why you're taking forever. <laughs> Actually, God damn it. No, no, no. So that match, I do want to go back and watch it if I can, because I, I did see a couple clips on Twitter, and it looked brutal as hell. So I do want to go back nice. and watch that one. Jeremy Gell's really matches. good. Yes, Jeremy Gell's awesome. My, I think BJ, I, my, Mike offensively called him like a Walmart uh, ricochet. <laughs> Remember we first time we saw oh, him yeah. was somebody made us do a retro hey. like an indie show. It wasn't oh, a, yeah. even a retro. It was just that we was had him. to watch it like the the day the well, week after it happened. Retro, but. Yeah, that's when indie wrestling. That that's how I found that yeah, long ago. We were like, this dude looks exactly like fucking Ricochet. Yeah, I remember that. that yeah. was and this and was the main uh, event was Naito versus Ar Fox. Yeah. Yep. And hey, that was the worst. Donnie usually calls him George. So. Damn, that's so true. <laughs> <laughs> George Miguel. All right. Next up, we have Finn Juice. They defeated the Good Brothers for the Impact World Tag Team Championship. Yeah, defended them. It was a good match. Oh, yeah, defended. I'm sorry. Good Brothers, they're doing real well over there. I like the Good Brothers. Well, again, I think that uh, you're just biding time. I don't think you have to do all this at one time. Just I know. It's always patient. good to just bide time. Patience, dude. It's weird that you have Omega have, like, 37 belts, you have the Young Bucks as tag team champions, and then you have them lose this match. Well, I think that what you're going to do is eventually build jealousy between the teams, and I, th- I feel like you're going to have the Young Bucks and the Good Brothers eventually feud. It would be the money feud, in my opinion. Yeah, the Young Bucks going to turn again? Maybe. I was going to say, I was like, that's where we were heading like a month ago, but now I think you, that ship has sailed. I don't think you can go back there anytime soon. But Are you kidding? George, it's wrestling, that was dude. ten turns ago. You never know what's going to well, happen. <laughs> they're trying to catch up to the big show now that he's in AEW. They're, 
Doing a great job. The, the, the young so, folks just do whatever the fuck they want. Whatever pays their bills, brother. Sorry, I don't. I know you don't understand concepts of like character development and shit like that, but that's fine. I, I get you. Oh, I understand it very well. Yeah, doesn't seem like. Go ahead, <laughs> BJ. I do. Good. Well, I was just at. I've never seen Finn Juice wrestle, but when I first heard of it, I got so excited because I thought it was like a sports drink or something that Finn Balor was coming out with, and I like popped, and then I found out, oh, it's just another tag team. So that's a terrible name. Uh, yeah, I'll say this as it's it's not it's their names, but it's, I'll say this to you out of out of the sheer that was a terrible thing to say. You're a very, very bad joke. No, I'm being dead serious. And me, too. me too. Me uh, too. Next, <laughs> uh, Diana Perrazzo with Kimberly and Susan defeats Neil Dashwood with Kayla with a K. That should be Impact Knockouts Championship. Yeah, this was a good match, uh, and I'm glad Diana won. She's got the more interesting yeah. thing going on right now, and she's the more interesting character. Definitely. Seems like t- they're going to build up Taylor Wilde to face her because she returned after this match. Yes. so I, Good for not wrestling for like 10 years. I, I love Taylor Wilde. She was always awesome, uh, but we'll see. I don't know. What, there's a lot of people. Rosemary is also on the periphery here to where she could easily jump back in the title scene at some point. So. Next. Who's Taylor Wilde? Taylor Wilde? You don't remember Taylor Wilde? She was like a big knockout in like late 2000, leading up to 2010. Oh, I wasn't watching back then. Oh, no. Next. But she's been gone for a long time, and they were like hyping up her return, and she returned here. Next. Next up, main event. This is for the Impact World Championship and the AEW World Championship. Kenny Omega, as you predicted, defeated Rich Can't believe it. Stunned. Who could have seen that? Did you watch, did you at least get to watch the match? I no. heard Melton of uh, review it. Uh, okay. They say that Kenny Omega is like the greatest big time match. Uh, why don't you just BJ? Why, do you, why are you and doing then, this? Hold on, Mel, time out. Stop, stop, Mel, stop. Compared, and then Melts, he was watching it with a woman who said, "Oh, Kenny Omega is the Roger Federer of wrestling." Okay, and stop. Melts was like, Melts was like, "Yeah, you're right. He's right. No, she's right. He is." The best ever. Okay. Okay, man. Hold on a minute here. Uh, first off, he wasn't watching with a woman. That's a lie. Second. <laughs> There's a lot of lies going on. As you can imagine, it would be just like that. Um, I also I think th- it was his cousin, right? I, his cousin, Sherry. Isn't that what he said? I have no idea. I believe that he was watching wrestling BJ. with his cousin, Sherry, and then did something else with her afterwards. BJ. That's fucked up. BJ. That, even I'm like, yikes. Uh, the truth is, I'm I'm more mad at you here, BJ, than I am Dave, and what? I think it's because you put yourself in the position to listen to this all the time. And you, and you when I when you you used to be, if I said no no, if I said to you that uh, Kenny Omega and Rich Swan had a champions first champions match, you would have been like, oh, I'll at least check out that match. Maybe mm-hmm. not the I want that... to. It's just been it's been a busy time, dude. Yo. But you fucking spent however long you spent listening to Dave Meltzer. I don't even want to hear dude. that bullshit, dude. Ooh. You First fucking listened to the review. You, instead of going to watch the fucking match yourself, you I said, I wonder what Davey said. You're That's becoming disgusting. who you hate. No, I'm beca- no, I'm still me. I don't know. <laughs> I, you feel like knowing what totally Davey said different. about this is germane but, to the show, though. So why Jermaine Jackson? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
It actually made me want to watch because they said that Rich Swan was like dead tired in this match, and then Kenny Omega, because he's a wrestling god, oh willed god. Rich Swan to a serious? fucking clap. I swear to God, that's what they. They were wouldn't saying. even give Rich Swan credit for a good match. Dude, Rich Swan was, was awesome. I don't even want to. I cannot handle them. They Rich said he Swan, was clearly tired. Can that. you handle this? Yo, or, or he was selling. Um, guys, fun, it's so weird. Song. It's so mm-hmm. weird that I had to fucking say he was selling. Um, the, the truth is, the truth is though, if you watch the match, you can tell right away what's happening in the match. You can tell that Kenny Omega is like, I'm gonna try to put on a great match here with you, Rich. Let's fucking do this. Rich is like, this is my chance if you see my more people, get my name out there and do more shit. So I'm gonna leave it all on the table. And these two guys put on an amazing show. Please add it to the tracker, BJ. This was an amazing match. There were a couple little hiccups. I think two things I noticed. But over the course of this long match, these guys put on a hell of a show. So I don't need, I, I thought it was awesome. I really do. I'll watch it. Yeah, please. Yeah. I, I recommend everybody watch it. It's definitely worth it. I gave the pay-per-view a uh, 7 out of 10. Better now than Kenny Omega has give world titles for like two fucking pointless, worthless companies. Plus he has the triple eight world title. <laughs> it must be so hard to wake up every day and realize you have to be just the biggest piece of shit in the world. Like, ge- like genuinely, genuinely, Mike... I love wrestling. I love NXT. You know, I mean, I hate Raw. But I love wrestling at its core. And I, I can't imagine how sad of a person you must be to, to act the way you do. I'm pretty heavy. I thought that was a good joke. But George, you, you spent money to come on here. How much do you hate Mike Yari's attitude towards the things you love? No, it's just AEW lives rent-free in his head. It's like, very real. It's very real. George, right I promise that. you it doesn't. I don't He's just live. like Triple H, it dude. makes me happy to not do that. Like, you okay, don't like if I don't like something, I just don't watch it. I don't talk about it. But... Well, George, you don't have a podcast where you have to talk about it. That's why well, you I don't have to. Thing. I go, if you don't, you know, I go, you we can find two guys to pinch hit for you guys. Yeah, like, sit the fuck out, dude. It. Take a step nah, out. George, I, talk about about I don't miss time on this podcast. I'm not Donald Wood. Man. Oh. <laughs> I miss time all the time. I'm glad I but set you know, that precedent because now I can take off what I need to. Eric Windross of Ringer's Radio. Dude, listen, if you come across the middle, I'm going to pretend I have a concussion and lay out. That's what I'm doing. I'm laying, like you said, lay out. George Cruz, thank so, you so much for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. Uh, real quick, Brandon Galvin, uh, could you let everybody know how they can come on and be part of one of these awesome segments? Patreon.com slash Ringer's Radio. Donate to the tier to come on the show and tell us which segment you want to come on the show for. But, Donnie, you just totally cut George off. Yeah, George, you got anything to plug, brother? Uh, yeah, my, my podcast that I do on the side. No, um, I was just going to say, the going back to the Kenny Omega thing, the only problem with that is, like, where do you go now? Because, like, if you're going to have him on Impact as well as uh, AEW, like, I think it's going to, like, people are going to get Kenny Omega fatigue. So... I don't think he's. I don't think he's gonna hold. Not Mel. He won't get that. I don't think he's gonna hold. Only thing he's gonna get fatigued is beating it off while watching Kenny Omega. I don't. I think he's gonna show up. I think he's gonna hold paper the title for like maybe uh, maybe two impact pay per views before whoever takes the gold they all start taking the gold from him. I think he loses all the titles in a matter of like. Like he gets RVD styled and loses them all, and like has to reshape his character. I think if he gets screwed over, you can't. They're not gonna build him up just to have him start losing everything like cleanly, you know. Well, he, people so. start turning on him. He's got a group around him who could turn on him easily, dude. Yeah, it's actually the young books are overdue for a turn. And the fuck and Good Brothers <laughs> and, and Don Callis, Don Callis and the Good Brothers mm-hmm. could side with Adam Page, and he fuck turns heel. Who fucking knows? It's actually the most interested I am in Kenny Omega since he was in New Japan. Yeah, I think he's doing really great things right now. You can't deny it. 
Uh, oh, I, don't, right. I don't watch any of it, but just to hear about it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you can imagine what would be like. You can imagine. Let's go on. Scoop, scoop, per sauce. There's a feeling that it's interesting to know. Dirty busters. If there's something strange in the latest report, who are you going to call? Dirty busters. If it's an egregious lie and anonymous is sourced, who are you going to call? Dirty busters. I ain't afraid of no lies. I ain't printing a retraction. Dirty Busters! I guess it's time for Dirty Busters, Mike. Nothing happened this uh, week, right? What? Nothing happened this week. Nah, nah, it was a pretty, pretty normal week. No one took an L this week at the hands nah. of Charlotte or anything. Um, before I get into the actual dirt sheets, I just want to bring up something. I, I saw this very interesting uh, study that was done, okay. and I thought it would be a good fit here. I'm already pissed um, off at this, I can tell. How Tibet released results of a study that they recently conducted. They listed six different sports in the average IQ of fans for each one. Out of all the sports listed, WWE ranked number one in IQ at 112.6. Huh. By the way, NASCAR was last, 95.2. I know that's shocking. I, honestly, um, I, I, I expected wrestling to be there, too. It was also noted that fans of Roman Reigns were said to have an overall average of 126.4, the highest IQ of any fan base polled. <laughs> the average IQ in the United States is 98. BG. Wow. Hell yeah, man. We're, we're doing at, well. At least 126.4, <laughs> you and I. At least. At least it's an average, but you're like, at least. Uh, they pulled AEW, but it didn't make the threshold of 70 to make it onto the list, so. If they had if they had added Sting, it would have been incredible. <laughs> I'm genuinely shocked that wrestling is... Well, I think wrestling has also changed a lot. It used to be like everybody believed it, all the country bumpkins, a lot of people believed it was real still. It's mostly nerds now. Like it's us. mostly fucking unbearable <laughs> nerds now. And if we're good at one thing, it's book learning. Some of us. And it, it takes a fucking brilliant person to be a fan of Roman Reigns. Like, me and BG, we saw the greatness for a long time. I could, tell, I could tell this is written by someone who likes Roman Reigns, because this is definitely a weird thing to do. It's be not like, written by I've actually, I've actually, the guy, someone wrote the study, you fucking asshole. It was asshole. a study, brother. Yeah, conducting like human beings with their hands and their feet, and the guy's like, you know what we should do? Let's talk about Roman Reigns to them. Like, wow, That's a stunning 100% of people who knew Roman Reigns was said that he was handsome. I agree with that, too. Go ahead. So something to think about. All right. Uh, let's get into the reports. The lies. Uh, this is from Wrestling Observer Radio. Guess what WWE's plans are for Mace and T-Bar? I don't think they have any. Okay. BG, they have a, I was going to say nothing. Okay. Wait, can I, change it? can I change it? Yes. Remains to be seen. Okay, that's a good one, too. Oh, damn it. I actually liked your first one better, and I'll tell you <laughs> During Wrestling Observer Radio, Dave Meltzer brought up Mason T-Bar's time on Raw. They didn't lose their match, but instead were shown leaving with their hands held high via DQ victory at the end of their time on Raw this week, last week. That means their storyline will continue in this new top program. Here's the quote. 
they're actually going to try something with Mason T-Bar. Oh, so the opposite of nothing. <laughs> so it's the opposite of BG Cyphers. <laughs> they ain't doing nothing. They're doing something. Yeah, duh. <laughs> duh. I, I could read the rest of it, but I don't need to. I think that's yeah. You got it. You drove it home already. So all you need. They're gonna try something. So God, go. I, listen. Yeah, that that dude is on point. I <laughs> uh, took him so many text messages probably to get also from his, <laughs> from his sources. No, from doing Sherry, no, his cousin. Listen, dude, they're doing something. <laughs> uh, this is from Fightful Select. Nice to see Randy Orton is enjoying his time off. I just doesn't seem as he's got as much time off as Charlotte. I went back a couple weeks for this one. Okay. Because I remembered and I was like, this is not true. Um, Randy Orton met Bray Wyatt's Fiend at WrestleMania in the opening match of night two, saw the Viper win, but that wasn't the original plan for the match at all. Wow. We previously reported that Wyatt was supposed to win that match. Bruce Pritchard and Vince McMahon sprung the surprise ending of that match on everyone at the last minute. They got sprung. Uh... Fightful Select. Hold on, hold on, hold on. He lost because of the giant box. Was he? Did they add the giant box at the last minute too? Box like structure. Did they add the box like structure like last minute too? I feel like they didn't last minute have a fucking crown of black ooze and box like structure, for sure. Hmm. Those would seem like pre-planned things. Nah, man. I just it's so weird. They asked me like, "You got the goo?" And I'm like, "I do actually have the goo." (laughs) Uh, <laughs> Swing through, man. Swing through with the goo. Fightful Select further noted that there was a plan given about how the situation... There was never a plan given about how the situation would end between Wyatt and Orton. Uh, here's a quote from Fightful. There was never a plan in order for a Firefly Funhouse, and beyond that, many of those associated with the angle were never given an endgame at any point prior to the weekend, outside of the fact they would write Orton off of television for a good period of time as originally planned. Wow. So He's on so much. He gave them the RK no. And if Randy Orton had plans to take time off, he would take time off. <laughs> no. <laughs> the joke was awful, but then Tommy laughing got me in <laughs> RK no. That's fine. Go ahead. Uh, this is from Wrestling Observer Radio. Melts poorly explains wrestling booking to us. Good. Uh, during Wrestling Observer Radio, Dave Meltzer discussed the possibilities for this match, Reigns vs. Bryan. There are a few directions that WWE could go, and it doesn't have to be cut and dry. Here's the quote cool, from Meltzer. good. So both ways and a fuck finish. There you go. So, I guess the deal. What's the deal? In theory, what it looks like is that Bryan will lose, and that is what helps set up Reigns vs. Cesaro. Okay. But perhaps Cesaro comes down and gets Reigns mad enough and that's what gets them to face Cesaro. Oh. Obviously, they're going to Reigns versus Cesaro at some point. Yeah. It, it could be that Brian wins. Brian loses Cesaro, and it leads to Reigns and Cesaro. Whoa. I don't expect Brian to win, but they could do it. Whoa, they could do it. Sneaking in at the end. <laughs> Sneaking in at the end. Always got to sneak in. That was a lot of things. Did he, he mention Edge once? No. Okay. No. That's definitely something to consider. Hopefully they could I do just... it where he shows up. Hopefully Edge does come back now. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, you ready for the honorary Dirty Buster of the Week? Oh, yeah. It's my friend Mojo Rawley. Oh. Is Charlotte my not good... here? Is that the main event? Shh. Okay. I'm just making sure. Hush, little one. <laughs> baby sleepy. Baby sleepy. 
Uh, we're gonna talk about my best friend Mojo Raleigh, who I met before. That's right. You gonna shut the fuck up? He's the he's that's the Eddie Edwards buying him a beer of your life. <laughs> this is way better because it was happenstance. You knew you were gonna meet Eddie Edwards. No, I didn't. I met him in line. And get, I was getting chicken fingers. You knew you were gonna meet somebody. And I, I literally, mm-hmm. literally stand there waiting for his chicken fingers. I said, "Hey man, I'm gonna grab a beer. You want a beer?" And he said, "No thanks." I was the only one who knew who Mojo Raleigh was at this entire tailgate. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, according to Mike Johnson of PW Insider Elite Audio, Mojo Raleigh was quietly released from his WWE contract in March. Wow. The company just didn't make an announcement about his departure. Here's a quote. Mojo was released earlier than everybody else. He was released in the beginning of March, and it just hadn't been announced. Makes you think if there's others that may have been released, and WWE's just keeping it quiet for whatever reason. Mojo says he's free as of May 31st, so that means he was released far sooner than anybody else. Whoa. Huh. Well... Fightful Select spoke to Mojo Raleigh about the new report concerning his WWE release. Raleigh denied the report that he was released in March. It is reported that, and I quote, just an hour prior to Raleigh's release being publicly announced, he was still under the impression he was with the company. He's sticking with the story that he was released on April 15th along with everyone else. He's sticking with the story like they're calling into question his integrity there. Yeah, you don't <laughs> do that. You got, hold on, you got a fucking source to literally directly respond to the report. And your first story. thought is like, hey, look at this motherfucker sticking to his How story. How can I yeah. alienate this person? <laughs> not only not only was he released early, he's also a fucking liar. <laughs> so it's like awesome. Allegedly, perhaps. Perhaps, but that's what we're going to ride with. Deal with it. Uh, guys? Mm-hmm. Are you ready for the coup de gras? Yes. This, oh, is, this, is the one, this is the one, dude. This made my week. As soon as I saw it, I was so joyous. I got... Instant fucking tweets, DMs, out the ass. It was crazy. I got like six because I'm blocked by most people. That's true. <laughs> um, this is a little thing I like to call the Honorary Dirt Sheet Buster of the Week in Meltz's Sexism Corner mashup featuring Charlotte Flair. It's a remix! <laughs> she's our friend of the show. period, yeah. Charlotte Flair. Well, two of, he's, she's a friend of two of us. Not but one she's of us. She's a friend of the show. I think she would like BG. Yeah, I defend Charlotte. I think I think BJ would go in for an awkward hug. That's not nice. I thought you were gonna say an awkward kiss. <laughs> yeah. No, no. First off, Donnie, you're the one that went in for the awkward hug when we met. Very There's nothing smart. awkward, With your dude. Fucking sweaty ass pits. I was full fucking erect, and I went in on purpose. There's nothing awkward about it, dude. I Daddy no went in for a landing. And he full landed. erect, and we didn't even feel anything. I did. Um. All right. So here's what Melt said. Regarding Charlotte getting suspended. Okay. Uh, he said this on a show, and I, I transcribed. Okay, good, good, good. Yeah, so the suspension is a cover reason because she's having dental work done. So she's just having a complete makeover, you know? And, you know, that's just basically what's happened. So it's one of those things with, um, you know... They, they, they make you real subconscious about your looks when you're a woman in, in, in wrestling. And it's just one of the negatives about it. But it's a reality of it. And so, um, but that's, that's why she's going to be out. That's why she. I remember all those men in wrestling who care not about their body. (laughs) For real. (laughs) Like, aren't dudes not being chiseled as fuck and like worrying about like, their teeth, like Roman Reigns just went and got new teeth. You know what I mean? Wrestling like, in general is 
always been viewed as a cosmic You're on television. Like, it's television, dude. Anything you do in front of an audience is going to be cosmic. It's, yo, the original play, Shakespeare, what'd you do? You put on makeup and shit so you didn't look like you were about to die at 27. Like, that's what life is. Bro, Charlotte is, she's subconscious about her looks. <laughs> she has to be the way she's She barely so thinks confident. about them. They're in the back of her mind. She's subconscious about them. She's, it's, it's, she's she meant self-conscious, by the way, if that's not landing. Yeah. She said subconscious. I understand. I understand. I understand. I, I'm, I mean, to the listeners, if anybody didn't get that, he fucked this up royally. Um. So, he said that. Kind of a weird thing to say when you don't know this person and what their thoughts are. Yeah, or just ha- or have a long or if you op- you opening your mouth about the like women's rights and women's psychology and women's uh, mental health or anything like that when you have a long history of not respecting women uh, via rankings via things you say you should probably just not say it though. And, and I like how having dental work done. People have to get dental work done all the time. Jumping to the conclusion that she's self-conscious about her looks and all this yeah. other shit. She's getting her, yo, she's getting her fucking molar taken out because For she real. thinks she looks ugly, dude. Not because it hurts when she chops. But, uh, go ahead, DJ. I had to go to the dentist last week, and I'm feeling really awful about it. Are you subconscious about it? Yeah, every day. Well, what did, what did you yeah. have done so I can make fun of it explicitly next time I see it? Yeah, to get a crown put in. I'm like, holy shit, that fucking crown looks like dog shit. What happened there? <laughs> Such bullshit. I'll tell you what, dude. Uh, was it in the front or the, where was it? Where was it? It's the front. Top? No, bottom. Oh, God, you look like a oh. freak, dude. You look <laughs> like a freak. I, yo, yo, when you go out that door, I just want you to know that everyone is staring at you. You're fucked up, dude. I don't leave. <laughs> There's murders happening outside that door. Nobody's going to look at BG. That's not true. They're all going to, yo, you're <laughs> like, York, bang, no bang, bang. Oh, hold on, everybody, hold on. Everybody, hold on. Stop the construction. Stop the stop traffic. The stop the murder. <laughs> Check out that guy's face, dude. It's fucked up. Yo, the cops were here this morning, 6 a.m., banging on doors. Yeah? That's a shoot. They're like, where the fuck is that tooth at, <laughs> Jack? Exactly. <laughs> they want to get me. Holy um, shit, yo, O'Reilly, come check out this fucker's tooth. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Charlotte was made privy of these things that Dave said. And she did a old double tweet in response to it. It's like the George double photo yep. tweet to Tainara. It was a double tweet. Which I'm being told is one now, which I think is revisionist history. <laughs> but I want to say, I want to say this is like my Mandela effect. So here's what Charlotte said. Yeah, I just listened. I thought Dave Meltzer would have learned his lesson last time, commenting about women's bodies, but apparently I'm fair game. In case anybody forgot, remember when he was making comments about Peyton Royce's weight and said she was better when she was thinner in NXT? Oh, I mean, that that might be what she's referencing, but she, there is a litany of well, things that's one that of she, could be, she could be I referencing. I think that's the most well-known one. I'll actually, I'm going to add one at the end just for reference. Um you know, because I'm thorough here. Thank you. Um, so I get to respond, again, to a rumor about my body. Again. You know what? This is when I stop. Dave, go to hell. You have my phone number. It would take you 30 seconds to ask as opposed to giving straight crap to your listeners. Grow up. For you, of all people, to comment on a woman's looks. Do you have any shame, decency, or professionalism left at all? Find a mirror. Look hard, Dave. Oh! <laughs> 
2020. Okay, 2020. Listen, listen to me. Okay. That's an amazing moment. Mike, Mike, you love boxing. I know you do. Okay. You know, it's it's late rounds, and you're seeing one dude's dog tired, and this is when the other dude starts getting going. Like, 10th round, you see, like, this is the two rounds. He knows it's time to go. And he's, he's just, uh, the other dude's a fucking just a injured seal. And this dude's a shark. And then they start landing body shots, and you can see the fucking pain, the grimace. It's like, where they just want to quit. They want to quit. They say, oh, I quit, right? Mm-hmm. That's Dave Meltzer. And every sentence of this fucking attack tweet, he's getting another body shot. He's pissing blood, dude. After this, he's pissing blood. Find a mirror. Find a mirror. There's so many. There's so many good lines in this, where she's just like, "Oh my god, can you just give me that last?" Set? After she says, "Go to hell," it's just go to hell is where the promo turns. Yeah. Give me, give me, go to hell on real quick again. I need another bump. You had my phone number. It would take you 30 seconds to ask, as opposed to giving straight crap to your listeners. Well, first off, right there confirms that he has talked talks to these people. He has ends with these people. But I will say this to you from the bottom of my heart: it shows that he doesn't know how to source. He doesn't care if he has an in. He, it's easier for him to speculate and make a bullshit than to do the legwork. He proved to us in that moment that you have. You could have just been like, hey, uh, what's going on? I haven't seen you on TV. Everything okay? But and yes, he like, always yeah, gives crap to his listeners because his listeners eat it up. Mm-hmm. BG notwithstanding. <laughs> for you, of all people, to comment on a woman's looks, because mm-hmm. you're ugly. Shit. Okay. <laughs> Do you have any shame, decency, or professionalism left at all? Find a mirror. Look hard, Dave. And by the way, the answer to those questions are no, no, and no. No, no, jokes on Charlotte. They were never there to begin with. Never had. Yeah, exactly. Never had them. You still got it. You never had (laughs) it. You never had it. Um, So that was incredible. And I got a couple things to to top it off. That was nice. I just want to say, to anyone who shits on Charlotte... um, Mike, do you remember when we all got shirts? Yeah, you got a Charlotte shirt. Yeah, because Charlotte, to me, Charlotte is still, uh, well, again, Becky is fantastic as well. There's plenty of women, but I'm just saying Charlotte's fantastic. And those people who think she's overbooked or whatever, uh, look beyond yourself and realize how fucking good we got it. Yeah, look in the mirror, dude. Go to hell. Go to hell. So after this. Uh, there was a lot of yas queening from myself and others on, on yes. Twitter celebrating. I discovered this Cel- like a day later, so I you got the guys see my un, unbridled joy <laughs> come in late. You're like, what happened? I'm like, I discovered flowers. It's like a, when someone who's never smelled anything before is like, flowers. That that was this for you. Yep. Um. So there were some other comments, and the one that really stood out to me was Sonia Deville, who's Charlotte's new best friend on Raw. Yes. <laughs> she tweeted, People like him don't confront their issues. They hide in the comfort of their makeshift basement studio, insulting people they wish they could be. I mean, that that's... That's a deep cut. If you, I, I'll say this to you. If you add, if you make that a fucking... Uh, thank you for honking for that. Attic. If you make that attic, I feel a bit attacked by it. Because <laughs> um, it definitely also it's applies basement, to us. It's okay. But, I mean, we, we don't really criticize the wrestlers. We criticize the booking. Sure. Mm-hmm. Unless they're like Braun Strowman or, yeah. or you'll criticize Sasha Banks. With or Roman Reigns or The Miz or yeah. anyone who deserves Whatever. it. Uh, apples and oranges. Mm-hmm. Uh, and here's just something to top it off. 
uh, I'm sure our listeners know, but just to prove that this isn't an isolated incident for, for Dave, that this isn't something that's new to him, uh, talking shit about women's looks, because uh, one of my favorite Twitter accounts, Melter said what? They're always <laughs> posting uh, snippets of stuff that Dave said, and they posted something that Dave wrote, uh, because it was apropos, given the situation, in the June 28th, 1998 Wrestling Observer Newsletter. You guys ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Sable, whose breasts make her look like a human oddity, and she should be managed by the Jackal, but for whatever reason, will probably get them enlarged a few more times by the end of this year. It's not delicate. Nice. It's like when you hold gloves and you're like, you're... you're... A human oddity. <laughs> Okay, that's one way of describing Sable. Uh, a 12-year-old me would describe it a lot different yeah, than that. I don't know, you know, whatever. It's like carrying an egg, talking it. Like, talking these days with how politically correct things are, it's like walking with an egg. you got to be very careful with it. You know what I mean? Dave, like, tries to throw it toward his destination. He's like, I'm going over there! Titties. He thinks it's hard-boiled, but it's not. Yeah, he's, like, throwing it around and shit like that. Yeah, she's going to get bigger titties now. Like, what are you doing, Dave? What is this? But yeah, what year was that? 98. Well, people change, though. People change, dude. Not people him. <laughs> but people change. Oh, I'm being informed that he didn't. At least 23 years of blatant sexism. Oh. Uh, but my money's on more. <laughs> my money's on more. Yeah, I probably assume you're correct on that one. Mm-hmm. You uh, don't just I- develop that. I'll say this to you. Kudos to Charlotte for just... Uh, I hope now that nobody responds to him. I hope this is just like, let's cancel him. You know, everybody else no, is getting that's, canceled. That's the problem. It's like, these are great moments and these are wins for us, people who realize what a piece of shit he is and how kind of terrible he is at his job, even beyond, like, the stuff that he says that's just so out of touch and just terrible in general. But the problem is, is he has his minions who follow him, who will pay him, to stumble and bumble over his words to make shit up. He's be BJ biased. sitting right there, dude. Um, no, BG doesn't pay. Uh, so those people are still going to follow him, and they don't care. They make up excuses. Oh, you didn't look at the context. The context is there. I listened to it. That's the context. You said what you said. There's no context you could place that in and make it okay. But people are going to make excuses for him. So he's always going to have this little uh, – he lives in, like, this little bomb shelter with all his minions surrounding Mike, him. Mike, you know what it feels like? For real? You know what it feels like? What's that? It feels like the beginning of Scientology. If you know anything about Scientology, it's like you he sure. surrounded himself with people that believed in him and then made, basically made that anyone who attacked him, he basically said, like, that's proof we're right. So they wouldn't attack. They wouldn't attack. To spill the secrets. Yeah. Into, well, got against they can't because they're, they're making tens of dollars off of them, and they're like That's leeches. Their, their disability might run up any day. <laughs> they can't lose that. No. Uh, the truth is, but like these these people, they look at and they're like, I don't, I don't know. I genuinely, it feels like a cult. It feels like he's just like anytime someone attacks him, he's like, see, we're right. Because they're attacking us, saying we're wrong, that proves we're right. Why would they attack us saying we're wrong if we if we, the things we were saying weren't right? You know, it's almost like reverse psychology. It's pathetic. Because I did see people spinning this. People spun the show things every show, time like, oh. he gets rightfully called out. They're like, oh, that's not what he was saying. And then he tried to defend himself, like, no, I was just saying it's just so wrong how women are made to feel this way. Uh, you know, it's like you said that. Yeah, you they, said it, and also men. You can't feel- <laughs> speak for how these women feel. 
And it's uh, men are also sexualized in all of this too. It's kind of the business nature of the bees. You know what I mean? Randy Orton comes out there How looking like a fucking do we snack, talk dude. About Drew McIntyre's dong. I yeah, mean, it's I can't. I can't even yell. I can't even yell about his dong anymore. I'm 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 hoarse from yelling about his dong so often. Uh, BJ, how do we do? How we song? Um, Mike, how we do? Just real quick, ooh ah! Uh, just Mike, that was really good. I'm glad that we could do. I sh- I'm I'd just be hat hat tip to Charlotte. I was really happy about that when I, I saw it. that. I was just excited for days. Name day my day. Yeah, it makes dirt cheap busters what we're doing. It feels like we're being validated when something like that happens. I agree. You know what I mean? It's like we've been fighting this good fight. We've been telling fight. people for how long? We've been in the trenches for a long time, just keeping us, you know, I mean, keeping the enemy back. And finally, it's like when those people in the trenches look up and there's a fucking jet dropping bombs on the enemy, and you're like, <laughs> "Fuck yeah, baby!" Yeah. I don't know. And that's that, Charlotte. And it's that Charlotte dropping bombs. <laughs> you get it? Do you get it? Awesome. Let's go on. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.